Drop. Derek. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Hello. Hello. I am a staunch rule follower. That's very true. <laughs> it's probably your Christian upbringing. It, it is. In fear of authority. Zach, how many hats is there? Also, I the believe... Fact, the Hold fact on. that you had that many hats just right like at your fingertips is also great. I think I, I have five that. hats on. Five hat. Five hat. Um, Yeah. We are a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Um, Matt is not here with us because um, he got married and he's on the coast right now with his lovely, lovely wife and their lovely dogs. And they have beautiful pictures together. And it's just so goddamn sweet. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty nice. It's one of the better wrestling weddings. Yeah. Ever <laughs> happened. Yeah. And like I'm Zach. Didn't pop up. So you know it's good. There's no snakes. No. Undertaker didn't show up. That's always that's uh, always good. Eric Bischoff wasn't there. Under yeah, he the mask. Actually, well, Bischoff was not he, the one officiating the wedding. <laughs> Uh, that Wait was that was Matt's first choice, but he uh, he couldn't make it. Did I just hear myself say three minutes? <laughs> Two rather large Samoan guys didn't come and just beat everybody up. Mm. No, I mean I watched the stream late, but I still don't think I saw any of that. I didn't either. Brett was there though. Brett's always there. He's always there. Yeah. Um, Brett Hart has a new movie coming out with Corey Feldman. Wait, what? Yeah. I don't remember what it was I, called, but I saw it on the internet today. I didn't even I didn't even know that. But how how weird. It's very strange. It's a horror movie of some sort. He has a gun like, and no, Corey Feldman no looks friends. spooky. Oh, that's where that picture came comes from. Okay. Um like Bret Hart like isn't like a good actor. No, that's why everyone hates him in wrestling cuz he's fucking boring. I like his promos cuz he was a pro wrestler, but he was always just Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's why it's like been very hard for me to get on board with Brett, even though like his wrestling, I love it. I just don't care anytime he opens his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you know, Zach, uh, I really don't care when you open your mouth. And if uh, and if you want to uh, go one on one with me, we'll be tapping out to the sharpshooter. Mm, Brett, I saw your last couple matches. I think I'm good. Yeah, you well, can, I don't know what you can barely mean, walk on a stage, Brett. Yeah, but I got some real cool jean shorts now. <laughs> Those are tight. That's pretty. That's that's pretty cool. And then I also got Matt a nice jacket to hang above his now marital bed. Hell yeah! Now I'm letting him sleep in that room too because I said it just wasn't right if he didn't. But he <laughs> did. They weren't married, but now they can sleep. <laughs> they can sleep in one bed. I Good. had I had Matt sleep on the floor in my room. <laughs> <laughs> That's very... time he tried to he tried to sneak off, so I put him in the sharpshooter for six hours. <laughs> and then as another wedding gift, I taught him the sharpshooter. Oh, that's pretty good. Hell yeah. And I passed it on to him. And so now he can use it for his matches. But I said nobody can get out of it. And if somebody does, I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to stretch him like Stu used to. <laughs> Make him wrestle a bear? 
Yeah. He once. said, didn't you wrestle a bear once? I was going to make that joke. <laughs> you did before I did. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, I knew it was coming. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Wowie, wowie. I'm predictable. Um, before we uh, get into all of the wrestling that has happened, um, uh, we uh, stay mad. Um, shit is still happening. Um, a man got shot in the back seven times for walking away while another man killed two people. Oh, you know what? Not a man. A little boy. He has a little boy dick. He shot, uh... He's a fucking child. He's 17 years old. Yeah. He, he fucking went across state lines with a firearm that he couldn't fucking legally hold and went and shot people. Yep. And was able to walk back... Through the police officers to his vehicle, drive home and sleep in his own fucking bed. Yep. Yeah. And then he turned himself in. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Um, and it just shows how all this, all this Blue Lives Matter stuff, all of this, like these people who are in support of that kid, but no one else, like, oh, Jacob Blake had a knife in his car. Um, it's all racism. Uh, the majority of people in this country are fucking racist pieces of shit. And yeah, I'm mad about it. So sorry. That's no, right. Be. <laughs> it's like, I I have a fucking like knife in my car sometimes. You know. Yeah. Like, I'd say it, like most people it, do it here in, fucking, in Idaho. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter what. Like and then yeah. like everybody's like, well, like what about his, like criminal history stuff like that. You don't get to just shoot somebody in the back seven times. Yeah. What a f that's a fucking coward move. It is. Um, yeah. But yeah. So if we want to wrap wrestling with this as well, Hurricane Shane Helms said, the GOP never denounced white supremacists for the same reason you never see Gregory Helms in the hurricane in the same room. And I think that's a fucking great statement there, and it's a good uh, comparison to make. Wonder yeah. why? Because they're one of the fucking same. Good fucking job, Hurricane. Yep. Um, but yeah. Uh, and, and just kind of also showing that, A, not like, not every wrestler is a piece of shit. And also, he's from, like, fucking the Carolinas. Hell it's, yeah. It's, it's the stuff you can learn and grow. Yeah. And yeah. Like, really become and unlearn some things and just re-educate and have an open mind on. Because it's very important, especially now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to, be, to have that fucking capacity. Um, and also shout out to all the athletes who refuse to play um, in solidarity. That is one of the coolest things that I think has ever happened in sports. Um, a couple years ago, how long ago was the Kaepernick stuff? Like he four, four years, years to the day yesterday. Jesus yep. Christ! So four years ago, we had one guy kneeling for the flag, and a bunch of other people did after that. And then now we have people just refusing to play. Because they know that these people are going to lose their money, and that's what speaks. And that's really cool. Well, it is. And also the people who are, well, I was a big fan, but not anymore. Good. Good. Fuck out. Get mm. out of sports. Also, get out of wrestling. Get out of all that. That's stuff I enjoy. If there's less shitty people, the fucking better yep. than the people who like mm. aren't pieces of shit. And, and the majority of those tweets with those takes have actually already been found to be like bots. So... <laughs> You know, fuck those people, fuck the real people who are like that, but also like, man, that's pathetic. 
And like the same exact phrases being used by thousands of different accounts tweeting. I saw that Chris Hero was tweeting a lot of them, like retweeting them, being like, these are fucking bots. And it's time for me to admit that LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan because he stands for something. And Michael Jordan was very apolitical or something. I don't know what Michael Jordan was, but he loves gambling. That's what he was. <laughs> yeah. So he loves gambling and hates his family. It is a different time. It is a different time. But. Uh, shout out to LeBron James for, I, I am going to assume he's still the biggest basketball player right now. The most popular, yes. the biggest boy and using his, using his platform to, to try to make a change. Using his platform in the second biggest sports market. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm. what, like honest, like one of like, aside from the New York Yankees, like one of the biggest, most recognizable franchises in all sports. Yeah. 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 I would say like one A and one B. Wait, is he is he still a Laker? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. He's got a couple more years. Cool. Good to know. Got a lot of gas left in the tank. Got a lot left in the tank, and um, seeing like that just really shows off his um, like his real true character. I mean, he's shown it time and time again, especially in the last few years, like with everything that he's done, and so it's it's just cool to see him still like as like the torch bearer if you will for that sport really like holding it high and holding it true for everybody that's there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's cool to see that and also shout out to all the baseball teams too yeah oh um, yeah seattle mariners I, I love seeing like shit like from their socials at least like tweeting out and talking about stuff and them not holding back on things and letting their players like do what they need to do it's not a boycott like that's like, it's, like a strike. it's a strike yeah yeah, um, yeah, really cool. You know, you know, the two of us being Mariners fans, they're they are the most black team in the major leagues this year. Oh, cool! And they're also a really young team. And seeing like their them being the ones outside of the the Milwaukee Brewers being the first team to like step up and also you know go on strike yesterday. Yeah, rad. Like it, they're like, back at it again playing today. But yeah, and Milwaukee Bucks were starting everything. Yeah. So, like, and didn't the big thing for their community and like they 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 did the right thing. Yeah. Didn't the Marlins refuse to play today? Yes. Um yes. yeah, Marlins and Mets, I believe. Yeah. The Marlins only mean anything to me because of the Scott Stapp song, so It's a very it's they've a very won, good baseball song. They've uh they're they're a really interesting look into baseball because they've won two World Series but then like collapsed the year after. Oh, both times, yeah. Jesus. Um, um, they've never been to the playoffs except the two years they won the World Series. <laughs> they also had Mike Piazza randomly that one year too. So. Oh yeah, I know that name. And they're co-owned by Derek Jeter now. Oh yeah, isn't that, that's weird. Wasn't he a Yankee? Yes. Yeah, he owns the Marlins. Yeah, sports is weird. Gonna, it is weird. They're always up for sale. Yeah. That's They're basically a house that people keep flipping. <laughs> That's why they always like they've only been to the World Series twice and like or been to the playoffs twice is because of that. Like they end up with these really good players randomly, do well for a year, and then, then sold. Like, and then like, oh, fire sale. Everybody must go. <laughs> Say you've gotta save some money. <laughs> um but yeah. Be but yeah, everybody just stay just stay on top of everything and 
especially during like protests and everything like that, be fucking mindful and, and look out for one another. That's like one of the things that would always frighten me um, about, especially like anything like, right, you know, aside from like COVID and everything that's going on with that. But then, like, I know that people around here, there's going to be a lot of white people mm-hmm. that stick out as a, as a brown person. And I just have a feeling that I get a lot more hate than some others. So, 100%. Yeah. Well, I don't have a good segue for this. Should we start talking about wrestling? <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot of it. So, um, oh. and there's more. There's more. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the big AEW show from the weekend. It was just dynamite, right? Or did it have like a yeah, sub? It was just a re. No, they didn't. Weirdly, for one, like on a show that was rescheduled, they didn't have a weird subtitle. Usually, you do, but it- yeah. Uh, started out with FTR versus Private Party. That was that was good because they they made them wrestle a uh, FTR match. Hmm. Interesting. There was like arm drags and arm ringers and headlocks. Yeah, like it wasn't just spot fest, and that's what like all Private Party does. So mm-hmm. they were yeah. forced to wrestle, and it wasn't bad. I didn't... Yeah, yeah. Private Party like they just need to get reps in the rings. I mean, yep. Like I don't necessarily love the like comparison of them to Street Profits because I've seen some people Sorry. just being like. <laughs> No, like, not because you do it, but, like, I've seen some people do it in a way that's like, oh, it's because they look kind of similar, huh? Like, there's been, I've seen some people. Oh, yeah, my whole thing is their, that way. is their gimmick is almost the same. That's their all. Their gimmicks are very similar. And also, like, Street Pro- or, um Private Party reminds me of an early Street Profits where they were very good at spots, but yeah, the work and ring. Yeah. So. yeah. But honestly, as a team, they're completely different because they're both little boys. Whereas you got Angelo Dawkins, who's a big boy. Papa yeah. Doc's a big guy. Um, yeah, FTR won. Um, Mox and MJF uh, had uh, a couple promos, and MJF is making John Moxley sign a contract that says he can't use the paradigm shift because it's too dangerous. Oh, I watched the follow-up on that. Oh, okay. Just, I mean, mine is fucking well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One less thing on the plate next week, right? <laughs> um, yeah, Moxley signed it, but then he gets to fight the lawyer uh, ne- this, this next show. Is Wardlow his lawyer? No. It's this just, is, law- is, it, is it Tommaso Ciampa? <laughs> it's not Tommaso If only. He's going to fight the lawyer at the next Dynamite, next week's Dynamite. The lawyer sounds just like a Southpaw like, gimmick. It does. The banker. The lawyer. But the banker, Mr. McElroy, and his heater, the lawyer. <laughs> and their manager, the escrow manager. <laughs> They're going to get you into a house. Just a nice realtor business. A realtor, a realtor wrestling stable. It's Fuck all that. people that look just like those people you went to high school with that never really found their calling and now are realtors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, you guys got to toss IRS in there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Need someone to help you with your taxes. Microtunda's there. It's just the, uh, the, uh, the, the middle, the middle class people you see once a year. The people who do your taxes, the people oh, okay. who, the people I who. I just do my own, I just do my own taxes. Yeah, I know. I know. That's how I do it, too. Um... 
Natural Nightmares and Jurassic Express versus The Butcher and Blade and Lucha Bros. Eddie Kingston, huh? Yeah, Eddie Kingston came out and tried to yeah, that was sick. to keep them all together. Because bad guys yeah. stick together. Yeah, he's a great mouthpiece. Oh, he's wonderful. For mm. the two teams that are, I can do it, you know, battle to battle, but need a little help on the mic. Yeah. There's like, you know, we, we I think we've even said this before, like, there's people that you could argue also, like, argue as well as, like, best talkers in wrestling, but Eddie Kingston's just like, you can make, absolutely make the case for him. MJF. And not, and, it, and it's not ridiculous. MJF is a character. MJF yeah. feels like he's doing a, a bit. promo? Yes. Whereas Eddie Kingston, it feels so natural. Like, it all yeah, feels like it's coming from his heart. Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm same type of promo i mean and kevin owens too like they like they have this thing where it just feels natural and like it feels like i'm human talking like they're not trying yeah. they're not trying they're just fucking saying what they want to say yeah um there was something that happened on nxt or raw that like really fucking irked me just because it felt so forced and i was like god this sucks i don't remember what it was um Britt Baker is trying to. Uh, she wants Penelope Ford to help her with Big Swole. Yeah, and so that led to a match this week where it was Reba and Penelope and Britt, but Britt was just on the outside, like in her chair. Oh. Um, against Big Swole and Big Swole won. So okay. I, that's How leading to the Britt Baker Big Swole match that'll be at All Out. How long was that? Uh, it was a couple minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho are still going, huh? Was yeah, it the mimosa? Was it the mimosa madness match? Mimosa yeah. mayhem. Mayhem, my bad. So they're gonna listen to mayhem the whole time. Yes. Drink mimosas. Um, That's one of the strangest combination of things imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> what mimosas and black metal? <laughs> Specifically mayhem. <laughs> um, God, I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch AEW this week. Full disclosure, uh, but I'm, I'm still, I'm still sick of it. Like Jericho and Cassidy need to be done. Isai, they will be after this one is leaving. Um, it's just, it's just a weird thing because apparently Jericho compared it to Money in the Bank. He's like, I created Money in the Bank, so now I'm creating this. He didn't compare it to Money in the Bank. He just said it was like, he insinuated it was on the same level. Yeah. That's really weird. Like, that's weird, too, because that's kayfabe. And so it's just like one of those weird things. It's like bringing up WWE kayfabe to get yourself over in AEW. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> how he always did it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. At All Out, that's going to be a match. Whoever dumps the other in a vat of mimosa juice uh, wins. Yeah, and Orange Cassidy got waterboarded with mimosa. Great. Great. That's, that's good content right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I understand what Jerk is trying to do. Like, he's trying to get Cassidy over. Yeah. And they're trying to do it without having... Like Jericho just take an actual 
an actual real loss. Yeah. But I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't care. The thing with Jericho is he can he will always be able to lose and it won't matter. He's Chris Jericho. At this point mm. in Japan it was different, I would say, because he was he was the new guy there. I feel like yeah. if he lost a bunch there, they wouldn't have cared about him. But in AEW, if he loses a bunch, he doesn't get buried. Yeah, because he's Chris Jericho. That's just my opinion. But I don't, I don't feel the same way a lot of other people do about stuff like that. So it's like if I, I think that's true. Like, yeah, I don't think he's ever truly buried. You can immediately heat him back up. Yeah. Uh, the elite versus the Dark Order. Um, the elite ended up winning, and Omega got mad. Uh, yeah, because they stopped. Yeah, they stopped him from using a chair on one of the jobbers. From from, uh, Dark Order. So, yeah, like after the match. Yeah, I don't know. Like I I like watched bits and pieces of Dynamite, but I didn't watch all of it. I That's watched fine. like a bit of this match. And man, I was like, I was even like going into it, kind of like trying to watch it. Yeah, I yeah. Just didn't have the patience for it. Yeah, I have to. I mean, I've been like watching more wrestling than I have because I typically watch all of Raw now, and I've been enjoying Raw a lot. I've been enjoying Raw more than the AEW I've been watching. So that's saying something. Couple things. I Oster, I agree with you with what you said. Jericho can lose, and it's fine. Yeah. Um, in Japan, I think he needed to get a couple wins. Yes. Um, and then mimosa juice is called orange juice. <laughs> no, it's mimosa. It's mimosa juice. Yeah, one time orange juice. Have you ever had a tang mimosa? I've not had a tang mimosa. It's not where you make tang and put it in a mimosa. It's where you take tang and put it in champagne and stir it up. You just powder it? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it sucked. Oh, I bet it's awful. <laughs> um, also, like, I'm not the biggest Dark Order fan, but I will say these Johnny Silver and Alex Reynolds are looking cool. Like, they have characters now. Like, there's. Oh, cool. They're not just random people. Yeah. Ten and, like, the other fuckers are just random people. Yeah, Slipknot. Yeah. The the rest of Slipknot. It's like now at least you have, like, Jim Root and stuff and Jay Weinberg. <laughs> for my Slipknot heads out there. So Don't there's... So there's... Paul Gray, the bass player. Yeah. From Duality Era. So there are five people with names in Dark Order now? There's Brody yeah. Lee, there's Evil Uno, there's the other guy. Stu Grayson, Johnny Silver... He's a short, bald one. Mm -hmm. uh, Alex Reynolds is the one with the hair. Mm -hmm. um, then Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana, but he's not in. He's just their friend. Um, <laughs> Anna Jay just actually officially joined, as well as um, she's being referred to as the Queen Slayer because she beat up Brandy. Tight. And then um, Tyna Arconti. Oh, sick. Okay. She just. I'm uh, glad that she's over there. She almost still seems like a little bit of a developmental... Yeah. Project, but she's like further along than a pure developmental project. That's true. Like she and, it, and she has some cool stuff, like her jujitsu, like her jujitsu and karate stuff, like is like a cool different her take on wrestling. Black belt. Yeah. It didn't translate, which was so weird. 
but maybe maybe like in a different environment. Not everybody's gonna learn the same. Not everybody's gonna develop the same. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's 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 rough to always keep that in mind when like they're being put on TV. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you're showcasing this, so... They should bring in Steve Blackman to be her manager. Okay, that would be the fucking coolest. <laughs> uh, the lethal fucking weapon. <laughs> we had Dobby Allen versus Josh Hobbs. I mean, Will Hobbs. Yeah, it was... It was okay. There was the impersonator Darby. Dobby. Yeah, Ricky Starks. Yeah. He was very, very good. At being yeah. Darby. Yeah, that was actually the the best part of it. <laughs> it was very surprising. Shout out to Starkman Jones. Starkman Jones. Um. Oh, uh, NWA's women's champion Thunder Rosa is gonna fight uh Hikaru Shida. Yeah, that's yes. gonna be sick. They did like a one minute video on that today on the show. That's it. Okay. Um, and it like I, like they're just like oh it's Thunder Rosa it's like I was talking with Jenna about this it's like they AW still has a really hard time with something and that's like really introducing somebody because like they did this with the Dark Order and it's taken till now for mm-hmm. them to finally get over <clears throat> they just expect you to know who they are yeah yeah and like because that was true like of the hardcore fans and the people at like. You know, all the elite guys and all the people who, like, started this business, like, they're, like, basically doing the, like, Scott Hall WCW promo. Like, you know yeah. who I am. But, but like... don't know why I'm here. It's like, yeah, we do. You started the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but, like, that doesn't work with everyone, you know? And, like, yeah, they're, like, most hardcore fans all do know who all these people are. But you, like, having that mindset makes them seem small Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you have to present it as if you're wwe and like presenting it to that mass audience well and wwe doesn't even do that with nxt people they're just like yo this person is a big deal check them out like they're not like they do or they repackage them yeah there was a little video for keith lee before he showed up well they they, nxt does this with certain people so if you're not cole People are gonna know who Adam Cole is. True, so true. They just come right in. Yeah. Um, but like, let's say if like for Roderick Strong, they came in like, hey, you know, wrestling fans like, oh, people who like pay attention to the independent, you guys know who Roddy is. They bring him in, he, and then he's brought in by Austin Aries to be in the Dusty Rhodes Classic <laughs> together. <laughs> and then he's just a guy for a little bit, and then they do the whole video piece on him. Like, cool, you've seen him in the ring, mm-hmm. and now here's who he is as a person. That's kind of the start of their real thing. Yeah, yeah. And NXT does this with a lot of people. Like, hey, we're going to go kind of get people a little bit familiar with you and our products. So they see, like, oh, I know who this person is. And then they do the whole package. Like, oh. Mm. And then they really start the actual, like, like ascent. Like, they just did that with Bronson Reed. Bron- the- I was mm-hmm. going to say, we're getting that with Bronson Reed right now. Yeah. It's like, cool. It's that. like, you, you know who he is a little bit. Like, oh, it's the thick boy. Like, like, they give him just like a little, you know, a little crumb here, a little appetizer, and then they bring you the main course. Mm-hmm. And so, with some of these people, though, like, you can't do that. Like, they have to actually develop and give him a full character and stuff like that. And people like Thunder Rosa, even though for people who pay attention to a lot more wrestling than just AEW, NXT, WWE. Um, 
they may they still may not even know who she is. Mm-hmm. The NWA isn't like the biggest thing in wrestling. Yeah. And so they're, yeah, they're not Billy, it's really not. know be beyond beyond just like oh this little like one minute clip is saying that she wrestles independently for the NWA. It's like you're bringing somebody in for a title match. At least give us give us a little bit. Give us something. Yeah, she's something. like she's really sick. So like it'd be really easy to do that. Like you don't. Yeah. Like she's really cool. Yeah, and like also do that for Shida because still like what, like who is she? Kenny's yeah, Kenny's AEW? choice. Like Kenny newer. Mm-hmm. That's like the that's like the thing. Yep. You teamed with Kenny before. Mm-hmm. That's that's about it. That's that's all. Like, give us some character. Like we were talking in this group chat I'm in, and like Walter brought this up. All they like know how to do for the book for the women is that Nyla Rose is mean, mm-hmm. and that Britt Baker is gonna be mean to Tony. <laughs> and so she's a dentist. Like the, and she's a dentist. So that's kind of the character like that you get. That's it. Mm-hmm. And yep. for a couple of weeks, Anna Jay was like a weird magician. Sick. You know how I love my magician wrestlers. I mean, that's, that's basically what Scarlet is now over in NXT. So it's true. Yeah. She, she can be the next Fantasio if she wants to be. Except she can do fucking destroy her <laughs> off the top rope. Hey, we didn't know what his ceiling was. Well, he set a fire backstage, so that's what it was. That's tight. Um, the finals of the deadly draw: uh, Diamante and Ivelisse versus the Nightmare Sisters. I still don't understand Brandy because she turned heel for a little bit, but then ended up not being heel later on. Down she's the done line. that like multiple times. It this feels is like. like she's like the big show. <laughs> Just turns on a whim, like the last time. Besides, like like if you. So it's the last time on Raw, Big Show was a babyface. But the time before that, when he showed up on SmackDown and he was just buds with the bar for a couple weeks, yeah, he was a heel. Yeah, what the fuck? But also, he did turn on the bar right as he was leaving the last time we had seen him. Also, he was a weird heel at the WrestleMania after match. That's right, Remember? yeah. But but like only kinda. He was like a heel in that he challenged Drew. Yeah. But also, he was like giving respect to Drew and stuff. Like, it was so, like... It's so I, weird. It's so weird. Like, it almost seems like it, literally his gimmick right now, it, because they know that, like, that's a joke about him, is that, like, yeah, should have been the bar. he turned heel, like, he came out, turned heel, fully turned heel by aligning himself with the bar, and then within a week, turned back babyface by turning on them. <laughs> he had made two appearances, and went face, heel, face, in that time. Came back and then heel face like for no reason. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I love Paul, Big Paul. That's what Brandy does though, because like she randomly turned heel when they started the tournament and talked about little Brand Brand, but then she's like, then showing like she's being a face when she goes and tries to protect Cody and the evil magician gets her. <laughs> um, but. Diamante, Diamante and Ivelisse won. I expected fucking good. I expected this to be a thing to get uh, Brandy over, and they didn't do that. So that's good. Yeah. Weird, weird of a Rhodes I mean, to of, not put themselves over, but they kind of still. They, I mean, it kind of still was. Brandy, I think, is still like 
comes out of this tournament as over like as as far as booking goes as Diamante and Ivalice did just by like making it as far as she did oh great great I mean you know like because she shouldn't have she should have lost along the way multiple times mm-hmm. and so like her losing in the finals is still like in terms of like wrestling kayfabe, is still like oh she outperformed. What also, she like, like Diamante what and Ivalice are, or like way like more experienced and better oh, yeah. like wrestlers than her. So also, losing to what them the fuck is, is the deal with like Ali's character too? So um, she just leaves Butcher and the Blade. They never explain why. Um, she's a heel that's just trying to like get some QT Marshall, and then like in the middle of this, then she becomes the babyface because Brandy's being the heel. And they still don't like no each other? Sense. I don't understand it. Like, give me something. If people talk about WWE's nonsensical booking, well, what the fuck is this? I think, that, I mean, it almost, like, week by week seems more and more likely that uh, neither Kenny nor Brandy were lying when they said the other one was booking. Like, <laughs> and the thing is, like, Brandy, like, obviously is, like, very, like, a very talented, skilled, very smart person. Like, she is, like, helping build this brand like obviously like and yeah. she's very good at what she does i don't think she has a mind for wrestling booking based on like the things she's been involved with you know like yeah and have been to kenny i don't think he does that like does have a mind for wrestling booking either no producing yes like i think he's like he has a mind for a match i don't yeah. think he has a mind for necessarily for storyline like even go back to new japan and look at some of the st- the way that some of his storylines didn't quite like work out as well as they should have, and like some of that might have been coming from his end of the long term booking, you know. Yeah, it was like Gato gave him a good roadmap, but then they would take some weird shortcuts that took you there a little longer. And... <laughs> the fact that we never got the blow off to the elite in Bullet Club is, mm-hmm. and that seems like it comes from the elite's side of things to me. Oh, yeah. Like, is so fucking bad. Like, the fact that they didn't think they needed that. Yeah. Sucks. It shows that they didn't don't really fully have that, you know, side of things down. Or care. Uh, Brody Lee squash Cody. It, I, it's a surprising and interesting choice, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I like it in a, bu- in a bubble, for sure. I, I like the idea of They've in their minds they've built up Cody, you know, as this like fighting champion and stuff, and then to have him just like get squashed and you know lose the title that way, it's kind of like almost what Karrion Cross did to Champa in their. But it, it should match. be somebody that's like that. That's mm-hmm. just coming in super hot. Yeah, that's somebody that's already lost it, a title it match. Should have been um, Kingston. Oh my! No, not even. I mean, Kingston would have been cool too, but um, can't think of his name. Gigantic guy with Jake. Um, Lance Archer. Lance Archer. It should have been Lance Archer. Yeah, like, that yeah. makes sense, too. The brand new guy. Yeah. like The brand new guy that had been decimating everyone up to that point. Like, And then they could have done the same thing with like Lance Archer being this impossible mountain for these young guys to come in and fight. Like, he doesn't even need to have the fucking uh, like entourage like Brody Lee has. It's just like, no, this guy by himself is just fucking scary. And, and so, or it's like you hold off on debuting Cage... Have Cage be the one just like randomly shows up and then just fucking puts him through the ground. Yeah, Cage should have chat like answered the open challenge and destroyed him, or Lance Archer should have, or Brody Lee should have when he debuted. 
Like, any of these things, any of these guys are viable. Brody Lee is a viable, like, person to take that spot, too. Reveal him as, like, the leader, you know, the exalted one. And then have him answer by answering the open challenge. Yeah. And have him win. Yeah, it, it makes much more of an impact when they haven't lost already. Yeah. Or been associated his, with, like, the geek group, you know? Yeah, his reader repulsa ass should have, like, won at the very yeah. beginning. Use it's like, don't, yeah, don't put him against fucking Moxley. And, like, yeah, the match was good, but, like, it didn't do anything for Brody Lee. No. No, it just is, like, a reminder of, like, oh, yeah. He's the same great worker he always has been this whole time, you know? Like, it's like, cool, he can wrestle still. That's good, Definitely he can lose it. Yeah. Sitting at home watching the Rowan carry a fucking giant spider. Or he wanted, like, the world's, like, littlest woman. That's, like, his, like, fucking idea. Did you hear that or see that? What? No. He, he wanted, oh, like, the world's... Oh, for Rowan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What the, like, what the fuck? a weird dude it, very strange oh, sh- sh- stop talking about him just kidding Derek we we're talking about Brody or Eric Rowan yeah we're talking about the Vintner oh man if he goes to AEW that, that that sucks for Brody Lee he's the actual higher power oh yeah <laughs> it's me Austin and then Bray Wyatt shows up it's me man and then Randy shows up <laughs> it's me and then Alexa Bliss shows up I don't have the noise. Oh, we'll we'll get into that. Are are you guys a you done with uh, Cody versus Brody? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. We talked about it longer than the match was. If Zach and I doing the Alexa Bliss hand side isn't enough, then I tell you that we're done with it. And I don't know what else to tell you. All right. Let's get into the big boys. I mean, we're just talking about Eric Rowan and Brody Lee. Those are some big boys. Yeah. Um, we let's talk about NXT Takeover Triple X. Vin State Diesel wasn't there. The, Neither was Ice Cube. For my country, <laughs> so it sucked because they both weren't there. Um, Ice Cube was. They just didn't show him on camera. Oh, okay, okay. And Samuel Jackson was there because ah. he's always there. That was a good joke. Um, pre-show match we had Brizango. Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch versus Brizango versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch versus Legado de Fantasma. Fun match for the time it caught. And Brizango won. Hell yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect that, and it was cool. I was expecting Legado de Fantasma, but then I thought, look, no, they're heels, and so is Imperium, so probably going to be Oni and Danny tossing a bone, but guess not. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. They're They're tossing a bone to somebody else. Yeah. Um, also, like, um, they so they announced that NXT UK is coming back September twelfth. So makes yeah, so it makes sense. You know, looking forward that uh, Imperium. You know, we I guess we didn't say whoever wins this match was number one contenders. Yeah, for Imperium, and Imperium. You know, probably going to be headed back over to UK pretty soon. So. I'm I'm gonna make a hack joke real quick. How is NXT UK coming back? Do they have any wrestlers? Um, yeah, they have Mark a Andrews, Pete, and apparently uh, WWE doesn't give a shit about it. So, uh, they, they kind of did with UK okay. o- over any other division because I mean they're the most expendable people, and also there was the most 
Like, it sucks to frame it this way. There was the yep. most just, like, unadulterated evidence yep. at yep. the time compared to some of the other ones, which I absolutely still believe. Yep. Um, but it was an easy way for them to make an example. WWE has, like, a, like the, they have the policy, and they and this is the one thing that, it's like, they have, this is their corporate policy. It's like, if somebody is arrested, we suspend them. If they're convicted, we fire them. That is their corporate policy. Okay. And that, what they say is the wrestlers, they say this for like every DUI, every arrest, every whatever. The wrestlers are their own people. They, they, like their personal lives do not reflect the company. Like they are responsible for their own actions. And then they say, like, if you're like arrested, like for any type of abuse or any type of like shit like that, they're suspended. If you're found guilty, you're fired. Mm-hmm. And it's dumb yeah. because a lot of that shit you can't necessarily prove like in a court of law because that shit always there's always some shit yep like the enzo mm-hmm. shit like mm-hmm. he, he wasn't found not guilty he was just there wasn't enough like hard evidence yeah yeah Gen- frequently putting not very evidence. hard air quotes on the hard evidence thing yeah exactly there's not quote-unquote enough evidence which is usually not the fault of you know in any way of the you know the victim or anything like that it is 100 percent the police not investigating enough it is not them following through procedure it's them doubting victims themselves it's all of these things that are all part of the same shitty system like, yep mm-hmm. that you know perpetrates violence especially against against women yep and i i got some thoughts too when we get to nxt about about some shit okay oh the, we'll do the, it. Com- the person making a return this week yep yep we'll, we'll um, get to that Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. What a handsome match. Yeah. It was such a good match. Like, I love this match. Seeing Finn work like a technical wrestling match. Yeah. It was so sick. Like, He's so good. You remember, like, his, some of his matches against, like, Kushida and shit. Like, those are... There's some best of Super Juniors matches against Kushida that are, like, fucking great. Like, technical matches. And this was, like... that. Remind, this reminded me of that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was so good. Um, uh, I just was super stoked on it because it just shows how good Finn is. That's yep. great at being Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Finn can go in there and have any match with anybody. Yeah. Finn he won. Can have the WWE like made event. He can do the cruiserweight style. He can do like junior style, NXT style, like Gargano. He can go in there and have a fucking wrestling match. He's just the fucking best. Yeah. He can He's have just... like a super like hard hitting strong style match. Like, he, and he can have like. He's like the perfect like balance of like he can go in and have a four minute like super quick paced or even squash match. That's really that's still good. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like his fucking like demon SummerSlam match against Corbin, or like his oh, yeah. like or the WrestleMania match against um, Bobby Lashley. Both were basically like three minute squashes, and both were fucking great. But then he can like he, I remember he's the Iron Man of like the Royal Rumble a couple years ago, like yeah. he has these like super long classic matches too. Like you forget how fucking good Finn is, yeah, because he just hasn't had that chance to be Finn. Well, towards the last year he was in WWE, it was all just like Sling Blade, Sling Blade, this thing, this thing, Stomp, done. Yeah, like, all like his matches were the same. His, like forearms, he would do the. Drop, uh, against, drop pick against the barrier. The coup de gras, that's what it's called. And he would do the reverse 1916 on the main roster. Uh, the double stomp when they're on the ground and the double stomp off the top. Mm-hmm. 
The roll, the sunset flip, uh, drop kick, like yep. sunset flip, roll through drop kick every single time. Even what I love that they'd have wrestlers do like sunset flips to him to set that move up that normally don't do sunset flips. Because it's just like, wait, move. why is this person, like, why is this person doing a sunset flip suddenly? Oh, because they're going to get drop kicked. <laughs> um, hey, are NXT ladder matches the best ladder matches? I mean, their last one was a fucking, uh, the women's one, which I thought was really good. And then the one before that was like a five-star one. So you tell me. Yeah. yeah. They this... are. Like, no matter who you put in it, like, they, this is a weird combination of people in this. Oh, yeah. Like... Uh, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, Velveteen Dream, and Damian Priest. Um, uh, Trevor Lee whew. or Cameron Grimes. Ah, Fambo. Was the fucking, was the best. Yeah. He's so good, like. I he can, <laughs> like, even without a crowd there, like, and commentary did a great job of this, but, like, he has, like, Corbin levels of heat in matches, but it's a good wrestler, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, he is basically what I want Corbin to be. Yeah, Corbin is annoying, but he's, like, There's monotone. There's two people that I want Corbin to be, and they're both in this match. Is the other Damian Priest? Yeah. Okay. You that know, makes Johnny sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ima- I'm fucking imagine if Corbin was suddenly Johnny Gargano though. Damn. Like Damn. he got like Space Jam, like Space Jammed with Gargano's talent. I think Corbin's good, but he couldn't be me. <laughs> um, Triple H said I'm better than Corbin. He said, "Don't tell football Tom that." <laughs> oh my god, Damian Priest almost is like. The exact middle of Corbin and Gargano. <laughs> Priest impressed the hell out of me in this match. Ever since that match with Finn, his stock has been like steadily rising. Yeah, mm. like I wasn't mad Finn that he is won. The anti-Bray. Yeah. <laughs> Funny that he almost had. What was the match? The Sister Abigail match was that what it was? Sister that never Abigail happened? versus Pumpkin Finn. Yeah, Pumpkin yeah. Finn. Fuck, so man, that was the first, like, quarantine, uh, like, ha- like wrestling, like, rewrite, like, sudden, like, swerve thing that we, uh, ha- you know, pre- preparation for what we're dealing with now. Oh, yeah. And we got that was fucking the mumps. AJ and Finn. Yeah, that was the mumps thing, where, like, Roman was out, Bray, and, um... JoJo. JoJo were all out suddenly. Wow. Um, but yeah, this match got me a lot, because... Uh, Dream reached for the title a lot, and so I was gonna, I was getting mad a lot. Um, they got Candace me showing up. It was so fucking Ugh. sick. Oh man, getting to be like, like put like actually do some intergender spots and stuff. Oh yeah, I feel and, like, like they're slowly introducing it more and more. Like I would not be surprised if like it shows up. Was I think bit. I think the first place it'll show up is around underground. Uh, I think it's gonna be NXT just because like they've already done Rhea and. Uh, Robert Stone, like they've oh, done stuff like that. True. And then, then now they're doing this stuff with Kansas, uh, Candice. They Kansas. did this stuff. Kansas. They already did this stuff already with Keith Lee and Candice and like Mia Yim and Johnny. And so it's like they're they're slowly integrating it in. So then you don't. It's not a weird thing when you see it. Which yeah. Is such like a a, a, a hunter. We did move. get speaking again. Corbin and uh, Becky. Corbin get, did the end of days to Becky Lynch. Oh, yeah. And Alexa Bliss did take a fucking Ultimate Warrior press slam from Braun for some reason. Yeah. Which then they just don't ever elaborate on. <sighs> I guess fuck it. We'll get into that. Um, 
Got heated. Grimes almost hit her too. So like, they're getting they're getting closer. Also, the splits that Grimes did and like, <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. Fucking like weird RVD spot. The uh, little the little baby ladder. That was great. Uh, it was um, all so good. Like it was like just funny enough without being silly. You know, like it brought some levity to like this match, which I thought I really appreciated because like these ladder matches without a crowd there. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. even though I love this match, it's still, like, I had to rewatch it to actually enjoy it as much as, like, I ended up enjoying it. Because, like, without, like, a crowd there, these ladder matches are just, like, really flat to me for some reason. Yeah. Like, more than any other type of match. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I kind of understand that. That makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of it is, like, the big, like, oh, type pops, you know? Yeah. And so, like, you just don't necessarily get that, even with, like, the fake crowd there and stuff. Um, it just mm. needs, like, that little bit of extra just thing that we always get in those, like, multi-man ladder matches. Um, the fucking, like, sunset bomb that Johnny did off the ladder was fucking disgusting. Oh, fuck. Um, that sucked. Yeah, uh, the bump that Dream took off the ladder over the barricade into, like, the fucking table area, that was, like, I was so stoked when that happened. It's like... <laughs> Not only is like it just looked cool as far as a bump, it's like cool. He's not winning. He got fucking bipped off. Yeah, Grimes almost won so many times, and I was like, "Are they gonna do it? Are they gonna I, do it?" I think what they're doing is they're kind of giving you the idea that he's at least around the area, not necessarily there yet. So yeah. then when he does get it, it's like, "Oh, cool! Like he got it," you know? Yeah. Uh, Priest ended up winning, which I'm not mad about. Nope. I, I, want, I, I thought either him or Bronson. I really wanted Grimes, but. Um, either way, I think it's a good choice. Just depends on kind of what way you wanted to go. Now you can. Either way, I thought they were going to end up fighting each other, so I think that's probably where it's going to go. Yeah. Well, well, Reed has a, another opponent first, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole. Baby. Beat Pat McAfee in a match that f- surprised the hell out of me. It has Meltzer has Meltzer crazy. rated it yet? Um, maybe I can look that up real quick. Um, talk about it. McAfee is way more athletic than he looks. Um, I mean, he's a professional. He is more athletic than anyone in WWE or NXT. It's true, but like, like he's, he's a world class athlete. But he's out the game. Yeah, but he's still in good shape. Yeah. Uh, The jump he did from the bottom rope to the top rope Mm -hmm. after he, like, fell – he fell off, got – then, like, did a little roll, jumped right back on in one fluid move. Um, Also, those ropes are not easy to land on. Like, he's doing, like – He's doing fucking box jumps onto the ropes at home. That's what he's doing. And it was – it was so impressive, and yeah, I, I, I did not expect it. Um, the Panama Sunrise he took, like that, seems to be a move you have to know how to take. Yeah, and apparently they didn't, they didn't practice the match, which is wild. I'm sure they practice spots though. Like, yeah, so yeah. They said that they, um, that they just went out there and they trusted him, or they didn't practice, like they didn't run through it, which is wild. I just, but- I wouldn't be Panama surprised. Sunrise, like, I'm sure someone taught, taught him how to take a couple, the Panama Sunrise. Yeah, I just wouldn't be surprised also, like, was, like, kind of knowing Pat McAfee, is that he wanted to do it, like, quote-unquote, real. 
yeah. Like he wanted to do like a real match, and so. And um, he did. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I can't wait till Matt comes back and gets me a beer <laughs> and leaves it at my doorstep. I don't know. Matt might find something wrong with it. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, I don't think, like, I don't think it's a takeover level match except for like the celebrity of it and just the current world situation where you know you gotta just like do what you can like Mm -hmm. make some adjustments and stuff but like as far as celebrity matches go it's like it's right up there yeah i don't know who would be better like d'angelo williams his was was only a few spots though it's true his spots were just so good they were really good but there are super rehearsed spots where it's like Pat McAfee, aside from like the one big um, like senton off the top rope to the group of people, just went in there and had a wrestling match. And I think that's what's it's the true. most impressive thing. He just yeah. went in there and had a match. And I think it's also a giant testament to how good Adam Cole is. Hmm. Yep. Steven Adam and Mel's Cole, are close. Like, they, yeah. those were good. And then, you know, Lawrence Taylor's was good, but a spectacle, weird, like, super rehearsed spot fest. So. Yeah, but Joey Lawrence's were really weird. I will say, like, with the um, Stephen Amell one and then the Lawrence Taylor and then this one, it's a very um, good showing that not the per- people aren't going to get the credit they deserve, but of the the professionals in there, the Bam Bam mm. Bigelow's, the fucking, like... Uh, Speaking of Bronson Reed's Bam Bam gear was, oh, that was so, so sick. sick. Um, just shit like, like Adam Cole, like Cody that was in the original Stephen Amell match and stuff like that. It's like the Wade Barrett. We'll get to later. <laughs> Afraid I've got some good news. But yeah, it's just a testament to how good of wrestlers the people they were in there with. Also, it's a huge testament to how much you can tell Pat McAfee fucking loves pro wrestling. Yep. Because he went mm-hmm. in there and he wasn't like being the celebrity in there. He became a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. And he showed that he's probably better than like 85% of the people that are signed. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> No, I, was, good. I was super impressed by like not only his like physical selling but like his facial expressions and stuff like yeah yeah while selling like it was all spot on like, yeah he knew what he was doing and like he obviously respects this business so much and like has a love for it that like he did it right yeah um Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai they gave this 17 minutes wow I thought I thought this was the best match of the night personally I thought it was really good. Um, yeah. My best match of the night, I think, might have been the Finn match. Or, yeah, that's right there, too. But um, It was really good. I The one thing that I wasn't the biggest fan of was at the end, where they kind of make it a little bit more about Rhea and Raquel rather mm. than, like, the champion that just won. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that either. But for the actual match part of it, though. Yeah, no, it was like, really good. Um, it was really good. Fucking EO just killed Raquel on that moonsault on the outside, just fucking leg right to the dome. Yeah. Yeah. Like She's been fucking just... props to Raquel for like taking that. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, that was quite the shot there. Hmm. Also, and also like I think that was sorry, real oh, go super ahead. quick. I thought that's even like I think that taking that's like great for like Raquel's character. Like obviously that wasn't like planned, but like Showing that, like, because you saw how rough that was, like, everyone did, and then that she was still up and, like, 
at the end, like after the match was still there and stuff and like took that like makes her seem so badass and tough yeah 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 it was just it's one of those matches that was just good and there's not a ton to talk about yeah um yeah. dakota kai like i think we mentioned last week like she's gotten so much better like she's obviously so much more comfortable yeah um, i said i thought it was like a good coming out party that's why i said last week it was gonna be like a big like moment to shine i thought she delivered um especially like with her heel character like these people who I never thought could be heels, her, Candace, Johnny, um, just showing that they're just such great overall talents because, like, she's really leaning into it. Her work shows that now. The way she works is more of a heel. Um, just everything. So I thought she was really good. Yeah. Um, and then the main event, Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee for the NXT Championship. This was a uh, talk. This was a main roster match. It was, and then it also makes sense as to why sometimes it felt a little clunky. He fucking separated his shoulder mid match, and I was like, "Oh, it was mid match, and, okay." And yeah. it's just like one of those things, like you look at, it, like, "Oh, that makes so much sense." It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I because that'll just yeah, it, throw you off just a little bit. He's a tough son of a fuck. Because yeah. He fucking yeah. like wasn't showing it very like wasn't showing the pain, but. He's probably in so but, much fucking pain. Uh, yeah, that fucking hurts so bad. Like, I, like, there's a lot of, like, clunkiness that, you know, makes a lot of sense now. Also, like, I don't know. There's some things in this, the way they put this match together that, like, felt so awkward to me. Like, watching the character of Karrion Cross like, have to do a wrestling match, kind of, like, instead of just destroying someone. Like, him running the ropes feels weird. Like, yeah, you shouldn't ever be sent to the ropes. Like, yeah. if he's, like, bouncing off the rope to, like, tear somebody's head off with a clothesline, okay, that's pro wrestling. Mm. But, like, it shouldn't be, like, lock up, like, headlocks and shit like that. Like, yeah. shouldn't be, Even like, running, quote-unquote, yeah, it shouldn't be running, quote-unquote, high spots. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was, a, a like, for a big, mean guy, like, main roster match that's what it seemed like which yeah which always feel a little off on nxt but when you like if you put it in a bubble it's like oh that would have been a just fine raw match or yeah like a secondary pay-per-view match for uh wwe main roster would have been fine um nxt just has a little bit higher of a i don't know an expectation yeah and mm-hmm. so it, it felt a little off and also i think like him separating his shoulder and i'm guessing probably like tore some shit while that happened because that's what happens to everybody. Yeah, yeah. the um, Finn injury. Yep, Finn, Sami Zayn, Randy Orton. Those are the ones that come Jesus. to mind. Jesus. Um, yeah, well, should we just get into NXT and talk about the aftermath? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the first thing was Karrion Cross relinquished his title. <laughs> TikTok. He's like, I'm in pain, but I like it. I thought he did a really good, like, that promo was a really good, like, mix of, like, you know, like, his character having to relinquish the title, like, it's hard, that's hard to get around. Yeah. yeah. But, I, like, I thought he still seemed in character and believable. Because they, they said, like, I, I, I can't defend this, like, I, they're not gonna let me have matches, so I Yeah, they're not, I like the pain, but they're not gonna let me fight. Yeah. yeah, I like was it must not have been paying attention. I thought it was part of his character where it's like, well, I got this now. I don't fucking want it. 
that's like how I took it until I realized that he hurt himself. He's like, I got it. I don't want it anymore. I just don't want Keith to have it. And I was like, that I kind of like that, but that that would be cool. No one would ever do that because no. it buries your title. Yeah, yeah, especially one hundred percent. Especially considering how dominant Keith Lee was, and then him beating Keith Lee, it's like, well, whoever yeah. has this next doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not a good idea. It was just like I was like, what are they doing? Um, how long is he going to be out? Um, probably, I wouldn't be surprised half a year. Jesus, that sucks. God, why does that always happen? Like, um, it just sucks. Um, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, he is, but it like it's still a bummer because they put so much work into him, and. Mm. But now, like they, this is where I think NXT always does a good job of rebounding when their kind of backs are against the wall. Because now they're having like he's gone now. Lee's going up to Raw, like, they lost Riddle, it's like, there's some pieces that were now gone, now it's time for these other people to step up, so the Damian Priest, the Bronson Reeds, the Cameron Grimes, these people now get a chance to shine more, and then the, mm. the level that's under them gets to go up a little bit more, so the the guys like the fucking, like, look, I don't know, Phantasma, and people like that, like, them, they get to go up, and then there's gonna be, like, a new crop of guys gonna come that just under them. Mm-hmm. And, it's kind of cool because it seems to happen that way. Yeah. And also, I mean, what we're getting next week to, to fix this title situation shows just, like, they have, like, the most ridiculous top of the card yep. always there. Like, yep. in case of emergency, break glass for the most ridiculous-ass shit. Like, I bet they've had, like, I bet they have, like, you know, some ideas jotted down of, here's some emergency ideas Here's some backup plans, them. and I'm guessing this one was number like number one. Yeah, next week we're getting a sixty man, sixty, 60 minute, man. sixty four minute, minute Iron Man match, <laughs> sixty minute Iron Man match between Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Adam Cole. Who you hey, got? Babe. Who you got? Hey, Finn. Finn. Hell yeah, Jinx. I don't care about the rules. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's Champa. I think it has to be Finn. I think because they made a point to say the guy who never lost his title to begin with. They're justifying why he's in the match. Okay. Hmm. (laughs) You don't have to justify why Tommaso Champa is in a match. But Regal did that with everybody. He's like, Mm. he's... It's like the only triple crown winner in it. Like NXT, oh, he first, did do that. Johnny okay. Gargano, like the the first Universal Champion, and held the NXT for two hundred and eighty whatever days. Um, Finn Balor, he never lost the man that never lost the title, Tommaso Ciampa, and the longest reigning NXT champ of all time, Adam Cole. Yeah, mm. and like, oh, they're, they're I the hope and why they're in the match. I hope Adam and Johnny super kick each other in the face at the same time. I know that's not physically possible, but that's what I want to yes, see. <laughs> I think, actually, I think a spot like that has happened. It's just, uh, I that's, it's not fair to do to me to have a match like that. I am. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be really wild. good. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's gonna Finn, be half the show. Finn needs to take it because I feel like his character is just like it needs to have like the second run. Yeah, one hundred percent. And also. I think he's the only one made more interesting with the title right now. Yeah. Like, um, 
you can't put it back on Cole. Like, no. Because that just takes just away. Yeah. Yeah. It, and he's like, if he's actually turning babyface or whatever he's they're doing with him in Undisputed Era right now, like, Ooh. would be muddied with him having the title. And Gargo's like, really interesting right now. Gargo is, like, the biggest example of someone who, sh- like, immediately loses, like, what makes him special the moment they actually win. Like, he's yeah, a ch- every time he's he a chaser. won the title, yeah, like, even though he's heel now and stuff, like, I just don't, the, the idea of a heel Johnny champion he needs is not to that get, interesting to me. He needs to get the title from, a, like, a beloved baby face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He needs to be the one to ruin somebody's day now. Mm-hmm. In that kind of chase, yeah. And Ch- Champa just apparently turned heel again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he was. And mean. would immediately be a babyface if he wins. He beat the holy shit out of Jake Atlas, and like I saw some people complaining that Jake Atlas deserves better, and I I agree. He's still a new guy. Not just that. You like for the turn to be successful, to for it to gain eyes, you have to beat somebody that a people like and b have credibility. Mm-hmm. Jake yeah. Atlas has both of those things. And so it sucks that he has to be the sacrifice for this. But it's like if you go in there and beat fucking one of the Metro brothers, nobody's going to care. Yeah. No, that would be babyface move, kind of, to, to, like, to some people, you know, like yeah, just him just being like, a badass. Yeah. But, and then you also don't want him to go in there and do that to Adam Cole. Yeah. But you go and do that to somebody that is in the, the mid card, that has a name, has some credibility. But can take this because there's, you know, they're, they're still to the point where they're going to end up doing the big, like, Bronson Reed video package Jake Atlas probably in a couple months. Yeah. It's a good way to, it's a good way to write them off to do that. Mm-hmm. Also, it's insane that Ciampa finds ways to be more vicious. Like, that move under the ring, like, hitting his head. Oh, I know. Like, that I is so insane. Like, um, also, like, wearing the psycho killer mask, like his old... Like indie fucking mask, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big, big, big talking heads that, fan. Big, big energy. Actually, yes. <laughs> oh, he is. Yeah, that rocks. Okay. Um, you should like have a David Byrne heel turn where he starts being David Byrne. <laughs> that guy's a real life heel. Um, but yeah, that match is gonna be insane. Um, I I can't Rizongo wait. won the fucking tag title. Yeah, hell yeah, that. they did. So th- this to me is such a, a, um, a really funny move for WWE to do, and I know why they do it. Um, first off, I think it's just easy for, I think they want Legado del Fantasma to be the champions, mm-hmm. but they want they need to get to a babyface in order for it to be effective. <laughs> so it's yeah. a very, it's a very like territorial wrestling, old school wrestling thing. It's like you have the transitional champion just to get to the next one. So that's fine. Um, Nikita Koloff. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, this is also the same thing as them giving Hawkins and Ryder the tag titles at Mania or giving Ryder the IC Championship at Mania. It's the the good little soldier award. It's like, <laughs> oh, you've been here and loyal. Here you go. Thanks for being such a good little soldier. And then it sends a message to the boys in the back. It's like, hey, look what happens when you're a good soldier. You follow us, and look at the they're champions now. Their breakout moment. Fandango's been signed since 2006. Jesus. It's like when my friend's dad 
uh, worked at Jack in the Box for 40 years, and on his 40th year anniversary, they gave him a Nintendo Wii. A Golden Jack. And then they, uh, uh, I think they laid him off a year later because he was making too much money. Jesus. Yeah. And they gave him a new fucking antenna topper. <laughs> Digital converter box. <laughs> um, what, what a weird gift that would be. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Channel 7.2 with this. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher confronted Damian Priest. Liked it. I, I'll take that match. Um, I don't... I, they're setting... They're setting up multiple people for the North American scene, so they're kind of building that up from scratch, which I love. Yeah, and I love that. Like, I love almost everybody in it except for one. Yeah, uh, uh, Thatcher should talk less. He's not a good talker, but like when he talks, it's really weird. Yeah, it's like, well, it's, it's because compelling. he's missing teeth, so. No, but, he also just has a weird voice. Yeah, but and like it's like a weird fake British accent because he lived in the UK for a long time. Okay, but his character is also like not someone who talks as much as he talked in that promo. It, it was fine to me. He, he is just to me. He's just like he doesn't have a phone. He doesn't speak. Okay. I've watched whole <laughs> interviews with him, so I think that's why I'm just kind of used okay. to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Candice LeRae talked about her and Tegan Knox's friendship. I I loved like she's become such a good heel. Mm-hmm. Like she's selling it with her eyes and everything. Like it's like she's believable. So I just it's one of those people. It's like I could never be. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bronson Reed was wanting the belt, and then somebody came back. Yeah. Ugh. Oofa So. This guy was with uh, Zelina's team for a minute, right? Yes. At WrestleMania. Yeah, Austin Theory. Austin yeah. Theory came back. He was with Zelina's team, got kicked out of that, joined with Murphy and Seth. Yeah. And then just kind of disappeared once some allegations came oh, up. Oh, so okay, his, okay. This is his first time back. Uh, he got the shit slipped at, uh, slapped out of him by uh, Bronson, which was fine. Yeah. Um. So with this... I don't want to see him on my TV. Yeah. Um, it's very hard. Like, there was just, like, the, the one allegation, which I thought was just real gross, and nothing ever came beyond that. But, like, there was no statement, like, from him. He just went silent. There was no statement from WWE. He just went silent on it. And they just kind of brought him back. What really was irking me, though is seeing the amount of energy that was put like that people had for Velveteen did not carry over on this one. I saw maybe a couple of tweets where like there was petitions online started to started to fire Velveteen Dream for essentially doing what Austin Theory was doing and Austin I thought was a little bit more conniving cuz he like from the allegations it was stated that he said to not save the conversations and to move it to Snapchat because that's where they delete Damn. I will say I didn't know about Austin Theory. So Yeah, I knew about I knew about Austin Theory before I was watching yesterday and I saw a tweet from Jenna and I was like, Oh, Austin Theory sucks. Alright. Um It was think, one of the ones that was going around and again like I just didn't see the same energy. Yeah. And I have yeah. And I have one just real good reason why. Oh. Same reason why. 
Oh. Same reason why Justin Roberts didn't get the same energy. Mm. Just was on TV the whole time. Nobody says shit about Justin Roberts. That makes more sense than my point. My whole thing was uh, Dream is bigger, but yours is probably more accurate. I mean, Dream being, you know, yeah, Dream having more of a spotlight and stuff is some extent to it, but there's also, like, people are... People have more energy to cancel a black man than a non-black man. Like, yeah, that, I, I believe Austin Theory is white. I'm not sure otherwise, but at least he is like, light-skinned. He's yeah. white-passing. He's light-skinned regardless. Um, Justin Roberts, same thing. And it's like it's Justin Roberts, same thing. It's like, yeah. where's, the, where's the energy that was for Velveteen Dream, which is rightfully so there? Where's this for mm, these other people? There's also a like an aspect to Dream where like people are very quick to like jump onto something that like confirms their like prejudice against like queer people mm-hmm. too as being predators and you know uh, in like dream f- fuck that dude like especially because of that aspect of it like yeah. you know making shit harder for like us queer people like to it's get- such an that respect and shit and not have people make assumptions and then to have someone who like he's never come out but then like his you know his actions like were predatory against like men and women mm. and like well boys and girls mm. you know um because they're they're children um and like his character is queer-coded so yeah and it's 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 like you said it's just it just these people can then just jump all their prejudices because they have something to cling to. They didn't, it's like oh I don't like him because of this and this. Cool, now there's something I can just really go after him because not necessarily what he did. It's just because who he is mm-hmm. and what he represents to people. So yeah, that was I, that was very interesting to me. I, I I see that, and it's the same reason like well, like last week I brought up like the GCW thing with Schlack. People are so quick to forgive the guy that was standing there with the guy dressed like Hitler and the guy in a screwdriver shirt and pictures and was in a a quote unquote quote there's a trigger warning for some pretty harsh like a rape rock band that's what they called it god and people real easy like oh he's fine GCW is fine for booking him whatever they book Alley Cat yeah so they're they're fine yeah they have Effie and AJ Gray and Alley Cat so it's cool they can have schlack there no don't work that way Keep yeah. the same energy for everybody, not just because they're black. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'll just fucking straight up say it. Yeah, Good. absolutely. Yeah, you should. Um, Shotzi Blackheart ran over Robert Stone with a tank again. This needs to happen weekly. I it can, does. I don't, it's great. I, I love it. Um, yeah, and- I, I'd love it if even if it doesn't happen on TV, they somehow teased it. But then somehow during the week on social media, it eventually <laughs> happens no matter what. Like so if, that at least once a week we get that content. It's the new twenty four seven title. Is Shotzi yeah, running if, over Robert if they Stone? Can, like do this and like kind of gimmick up some ways. Like he's like in the grocery store, <laughs> and like all of a sudden like he just goes down. Like she goes over him. Little things like that. I think like during the week on socials would just be so fun. Yeah. Uh, she beat Mia Yim too, so that's sick. I think this was a uh, goodbye match for Mia. Oh, yeah, oh, so. yeah, that makes sense. She's about to. Uh, it's a retribution, I think. Oh, are they? So here's my thing with the retribution. Since you said that, I don't think they're ever going to reveal anything. They're going to. Just wait. Mm. They better. 
Even if it's it'll, bad, I want it to it'll happen. Probably be, it'll probably be Sunday or Monday, but yeah. Tight. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of them is definitely Dijak. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. John Dijon is definitely one of them. They were talking a lot on Raw. Yeah. Um, I got this. I'll be back in a second. Chris, definitely old Chris Dijak. Like, one of them was absolutely Don Dijon. Uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. Yeah. It was I mean, tight. It was tight, yeah. I mean, Raquel got, like, some spotlight, and, like, I think they keep using her really well. She's not, like, a great wrestler, but she's, like, really good at big, impressive power moves and stuff and being dominating, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had Santos Escobar versus Swerve. Uh, it was fun. I'm trying to even remember it. Yeah. Like, it was just, I just remember it being good. Like, I remember there being a couple weird spots in it. But it seems like they, like, pulled it back together, so. Um. I don't know. And then, Drake Maverick versus Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> I am um, so happy we got a single Kyle match. Yeah, same. That was very, single, very good. Single Kyle's way cooler than single Ronnie. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, 100%. Any Kyle's cooler than any Ronnie, I will say. Um, so he beat Drake, and The match then... was so much better than it had any right to be, too. Mm. It's because Kyle you rocks. Remember, like, oh, yeah, like, Drake is actually a really good worker, like... You know, you just forget, and then Kyle is an incredible worker, so. Oh, I know. He's so good. He is so good. Um, But, yeah, they started beating the shit out of – or Roddy and Bobby started beating the shit out of Drake, and uh, Kyle was like, no. Why? Yeah, Why are you doing that? He was like, that? Gonna, like, shake his hand and stuff. And then... Yeah, and then they just beat him up. It makes so much like I want Roddy to stay heel because he's such a good heel. Oh yeah. Like if anything, yeah. with like people being out, like they need to have him like be like a heel, um, like a top heel because he's so good in it. Oh yeah. I, I almost hope they just they don't break up Undisputed Era at all, but have like different like basically have Bobby and like Roderick be the more heel side of things, and Kyle and Adam be the more babyface side of things, and just kind of be like a friend group that like kind of doesn't really make sense anymore <laughs> yeah. but they still are like they're still buds it's like, like a high level version of brandon cutler and peter avalon i mean doesn't get much higher than that but <laughs> i'm just it's just like uh because peter's a uh, heel and brandon cutler's the biggest dorky baby face in the world. <laughs> librarian and a dungeon master <laughs> they walk into a bar <gasps> Uh, but then Killian Dane came out and beat up the Undisputed Era, and Kyle was just like, I, I, I didn't do that, I'm leaving. And then... He uh, seemingly came out to protect Drake, but then what did he do? He hit him because he's an angry guy. Yeah, he's an angry Scot. He's Irish. He's an angry Irish man. Yeah, but, Northern uh, Irish. Northern Ireland. Yeah. Um... I, it's probably setting up a tag team match, I'm guessing, for Tuesday. For Super Tuesday. Yeah. What is... What, where did this come from? Is it sports? Uh, NH, yeah, NHL. Okay. The preempting. Uh, preempting okay. So. 
Is it the premier game for the Avalanche? Sure. I mean, not the Avalanche. Uh, the Kraken. The Kraken. Sure. <laughs> um, and that was NXT. We have wrapped it up, but we're not done. We gotta talk no, about the Thunderdome. We gotta talk about the biggest party of the summer. Oh yeah, and that. Let's talk about SummerSlam, where the SummerSlam is some Miller highlight and some Miller night. I can't say words when I'm doing other stuff. Summer nights and Miller lights. I'm just scrolling down to where the uh, event is. God Mm. damn it. Okay. (sighs) Apollo Crews versus MVP for the United States Championship. This was Pre-show. a raw match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our, yeah, it was a kickoff show match. Like, was what it was. Apollo uh, won? So that yeah. was cool. Uh, Bailey versus Asuka. Bailey versus Oscar. I thought it was uh, a really good match, but they had to leave some on the table. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like... You yeah, can't they were gas Oscar. Like, they're, they're setting up... For the much better match later. Yeah. Yes. Um, that other match fucking delivered. The story with this was uh, Sasha tried to come to Bailey's aid. Where and she did. And she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Sasha came to Bailey's oh, aid. Um, and Bailey did not quote unquote okay. do the same. She didn't. Uh, Street Profits versus Montez Ford and what the fuck, dude? Learn how to read, Derek. Street Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. It was a good match for the time it got. Um, Yeah, Montez Ford is fine after being poisoned. They're starting Mm -hmm. to really develop the like the breakup now of like Andrade and Angel. So we'll see Mm -hmm. how that goes. Yeah, Um, I really Um, wanted them to win the fucking titles though. Same. Um, I was gonna say apparently the poison that she used on Montez was like some of that like poison like dart frog venom because his like splash was even higher than ever <laughs> and like he did a, like a one eighty before landing it was buck wild he's so athletic I just hope everything else gets put together with him because he's athletic he can do some really cool stuff he's so charismatic he's good on the mic he can also be a bit real on the mic too. Just needs to get like the in between wrestling things, and it'll be like a fucking five tool fucking wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Um, a match I was not expecting to be as good as it was. Mandy versus Sonya. I I was expecting this match to be like pretty decent because they're friends, but well, it was better than my expectation. Yeah, was, like yeah. I I mean I don't watch SmackDown. I wa- I've been watching Raw recently, but I don't watch SmackDown, so I don't see them. And they haven't been wrestling really, so. And yeah, well, and Mandy's always been bad. That's been the joke we've talked about. Is Mandy's not she, good at wrestling? She had really good spots, but wasn't a good wrestler. Like her V trigger was great. Like has always been yeah. really good. Yeah, and um, I guess this was more of a brawl. And I did it not was, expect but still like both of them. The like Sony's gotten just legit good. I think. Um, in the last year especially, but, like, the thing with both of them was always the Mm in-between stuff. They both had, like, really good spots, like, since they debuted, but, like, just didn't have the in-between stuff, you know? They, I think they both have the in-between stuff, 
at this point and especially put it together in this match. Yeah, I, I think I don't know if like Mandy could do this with other people and and have it be as good. I True. Think with her and Sonya, um, it worked. It's, like I think it's also because like they're genuinely friends. They like they care about like making stuff look good for the other person. They yeah. wanted this feud for like a couple of years too now, and they like are finally getting it. Plus, just like everything else going on, like mm-hmm. which is very cathartic to, to go out there with your, your yeah. best friend, you know. Yeah. And go yeah. fucking tear the house down. So it was good. Mandy threw a thousand V triggers. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Mandy won. So Sonya has to leave WWE. Is that just to give her some time off to like chill out for a minute? Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, they, they, I think I'm going to guess that it's in, in like, just they're, they're seeing it as an indefinite thing. Like mm-hmm. she needs like, cause they, they definitely set up some potential stuff for her return eventually, but it's also stuff that could be like final if she decides not to come back, you know? Cause apparently like she's received more threats and shit since oh, Jesus. that other guy got arrested and and stuff like more people have like been sending her shit. So yeah, it's like just people being they, super shitty and fuck, fuck. Yeah. And God, so, that like, fucking sucks. It does. And like, hopefully she's just like, you know, the real person like Daria Baronetto, or I think is her last name, like goes in, does what she needs to be like, feel okay. Um, and like this, they, so they had like a backstage interview with her, like on the way out. And she's like, I think it was Sarah Schreiber was like yeah. saying, like, Sonia, like, you know, like trying to get a comment from her. And she said, don't call me that. Like, as she was leaving. So, like, it's just a weird, like, what does that fucking mean? Like, yeah. work shoot sort of angle as she's leaving. Like, because it's not like Sonia DeVille that was, that's going through this in real life. It's, you know, Daria Barnetto. Yeah. So. Leaving the door open and ho- like I hope she I I hope she does come back and it's like a cool good thing for her like because I really like Sonya a lot so mm-hmm. she's gotten really good. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated Dominic Mysterio. What a fucking match! Yeah, it really was. What storytelling! I like that they like beforehand like they justified Ray not getting involved where Dominic's like, no, I need to do this on my own so you can be out there, but I don't want you to get involved. Yeah, and Seth's just being creepy to his mom. Seth was the, like, Seth, <laughs> Seth was such a big deal. Like, he should Seth never Seth wearing there. the fucking Halloween Havoc gear, too. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Dominic like, just sells so well. Oh, yeah. That double 619 is so sick, too. It really yeah, is. Yeah, and he, like, he, he just takes such a good beating, and he, like, everything in between was great. Like, he's such a fucking natural. It's I love how up. much taller his mom is than Ray. <laughs> I know, me too. It's also, so funny, and it makes um, sense why he's so tall, because she's yeah, really yeah. tall. Yeah. It's it's also, like, really impressive, like, how Dominic, like, because he is taller, but he's still doing Lucha. It's and insane. Then, and You can tell he was trained by somebody like Lance Storm, because, like, he has fundamentals down. And Seth being a base for Lucha is wild. It makes especially, sense. I mean, he's especially just for someone, indies. but especially for someone Dominic's size. Yeah, like he he's got a strong core. That's what I'm saying. CrossFit mm. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this match it was tight. It was such good yeah. storytelling. Great match, and then I loved the ending because it's such a shitbag ending. It's mm-hmm. like um, Rey Mysterio ended up being handcuffed to the ropes, 
Dominic goes for this uh, frog splash like his real dad, Eddie. Um, gets the knees up, gets fucking thwacked, and gets hit with the fucking stomp in the middle of the ring while Ray's like three feet too far. It's so good. Mm-hmm. But then afterwards, they get they get the hug, and it's just you can tell it's such a proud moment for Ray Mysterio. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got both of them making their debuts at SummerSlam now. Oh tight. And very also, good matches. Fifteen years before it was the SummerSlam match was Eddie and Ray for Dominic. Damn. That's some fucking cool shit. Damn. Asuka beat Sasha Banks. Asuka lost to the floor. <laughs> Holy shit. So they, they, go, they have rough. this fucking banger of a match. One of the spots is um, the fucking... They teased like, the, the, the power bomb to the outside from the apron. Well, then they just fucking did it. Just full force. Yeah. Asuka, that sunset... Asuka, the yeah. sunset flip power bomb off the apron. Usually doesn't hit. Well, they fucking just did it, and Oscar splatted so hard. Like I don't know how she just wasn't knocked out cold. Gets rolled in the ring and then just eats a boot right to the fucking face. Like just gets kicked so hard right in the face. Mm. Like she must have like fucking three brains now. Like they talked about how Drew McIntyre on Raw was like possible skull fracture after three fake punts. Well. I don't know how fucking Oscar didn't have a skull fracture after that shit. <laughs> she is, I mean, she still has calluses on her head from that Minoru Suzuki match. You're probably <laughs> right. Because um, then they still just went and had a complete banger of a match. Great fucking match. Sasha's been hitting like on all cylinders since her return. Oscar has been hitting on all cylinders just all the time. But now yep. really getting to showcase it. Um, ending came where Oscar was going for the flying hip attack. Bailey did not take the bullet for Asuka. Mm-mm. And then uh, uh, Sasha tries to go for the backstab into the bank statement, gets reversed into the Asuka lock for the win. The submission reversals were so sick. I just, I love that shit. You forget how good Sasha is sometimes. She's really yeah. fucking like she's such a good technical wrestler especially like She's another like so fucking like five tool fucking wrestlers. Like she has it all. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. you forget because she is so good at the character stuff, and it's so good on the mic, and it's so good at these other things that when you forget sometimes how good she is in the ring, and then she shows you like, oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I was thinking about this like who they like remind me of in the like this match like, hate you know never like mentioning him but like fucking Benoit versus Angle matches like it's yeah. like at that level of like technical, like brilliance. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's it's like that Rumble match. It's like the reversal of submission. It's like that one they had at Royal Rumble 2000 and uh, 2003, 2003, yeah. Um, I just remember, like, the ankle lock into the fucking, like, cross face and, like, rolling back up into a pin, doing an ankle lock and stuff like that. That made me fall, like, even more in love with technical wrestling as I was a Bret Hart fan growing up. Um, yeah. And this stuff just reminds me of why it's technical wrestling still so fucking good. Yeah. Yep. Um, then I was, like, weirdly, like, watching the Bailey match and stuff, like, how smoothly good she is. Like, she's sneaky good, almost. Like, oh, yeah. It's easy to forget how great she is at literally everything. It's like, oh, fuck, she's Randy Orton. Like, everything's just, like, so smooth and God good. But then, like, like... Actually, I got, I got like, no complaints on Randy right now. <laughs> yeah, same. You know, but, like, just, like... Even some matches with Bailey kind of almost can get kind of boring if she's not with there with the right person. It's not her fault. That's why but, I always say Okada is the Japanese Randy Orton. Yeah. 
Because Okada's, it's, it's like, it comes so natural to them. Yeah. It just, it looks like they're sometimes on autopilot. And, and I think Randy goes on autopilot a lot more than the other two. Yeah. But mm. it's just like, they're just so naturally good. Like, they just have every little piece of it down in the ring. Yeah. Well, speaking of Randy, we had Drew McIntyre versus... Now Randy. listen here, Randy. <laughs> I didn't want to kick Ric Flair's and Randy. I didn't want to spoil anything for you, so Issa and I were just talking about how much we liked hearing people say the word Randy. It's a good word. Yeah, but I just want to hear a supercut of Drew and Bray saying Randy. Randy, man. (laughs) We get in the ring on Sunday, Randy. I'm gonna claymore kick your head off. Um, I don't remember this match. It was a really fucking good match. I remember it being good, but I don't remember any of the beats. It it was a lot of going for their big finishes. Randy went for the, the RKO like six times, but never could hit it. And he did it like instantly, right? Like that was like the third thing he tried to do, right? Yeah, and that's kind of the big thing. It's like the they're fighting to see who can hit their big, their big haymaker. None of them could. Um, it was. Drew has been such a good champion, and I feel that um, he's, like, really finding his stride. And this this feud with Randy's making him feel even more important. Mm-hmm. And now that, like, they're in the Thunderdome, there's the, the lasers and the pyro, and everything just looks bigger. There's, like, the fans in the back, like, even though it's just, like, weird faces. And it the just pi- starts, it starts the- feeling a little bit bigger for him. And you're like, oh, he's hitting the shit now. The piped-in crowd noise. It helps. It was so it, weird. Well, it's weird. There, so there's a delay, like yeah. because it's yeah. like based on like, like it's not the actual just like gut reaction of real people. Like it's someone choosing just, in the back, a, right? Yeah, it's a zo- it's just like fucking recording this over Zoom and shit. Like, oh, like, it is the, real people. I thought it was like canned sounds. Oh, oh it's canned, canned sounds. But oh, okay, okay. It's still based on like someone, something happening, then someone clicking a button. You know. It's oh, not, okay. Like if they if they didn't want the like delay to be there, they'd have to be literally like timing out the match. It'd have to be ice skating, and, like, and that would be worse if they fucked up. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like, You'd have okay, to, like, when pins happen or like twos happen, and there's like the gasp and stuff. There's like. The slight delay that's similar to like talking over like Zoom versus in person. Uh, okay, yep. okay, okay, that makes sense. And like, they're gonna get better at the timing of that stuff as they go too. This was their second show uh, at the Thunderdome, mm-hmm. and so as they go on, um, it'll get better. And honestly, I appreciate them doing something different. The presentation yeah. Oh yeah. Is nicer. It was so, fun. Everything looks bigger, and it yeah. feels like like a WWE show mm-hmm. and match. Because, yeah. like, the big, like, over-the-top productions there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, know what I'm, I'm going to guess is actually probably going to happen, based on a few things, is that they're going to probably move to, like, a 30-second delay and have yeah. someone literally they're gonna have those crowd noises in time before it goes out to broadcast. And also... They're going to have someone who's... things that keep sneaking onto the, into the crowd. Yeah. Like, Chris Benoit and KKK member well you and, know they're also gonna remove the fire velveteen dream signs too and like stuff like that you know like i i just i'm gonna guess they're gonna move to a 30 second delay yeah like, i 
I saw a lot of people talking shit about that stuff, and yeah, like it sucks that that stuff got through, but I doubt they have someone just watching all of the people. That's also more indicative on like how shitty like some wrestling fans can be. Yeah, yeah, the like, Fire Velveteen Dream one. You know what? That Good one's on tight. You. Good on you, but like putting mm-hmm. fucking the Chris Benoit picture, and that's after he had murdered somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's just fucking shitty. The KKK one, fucking shitty. Yeah. Like, yeah, the little Pikachu, ha, ha, ha. But guys, like, quit, like, wrestling fans need to stop, like, ruining things for themselves and complaining that things got ruined. Yeah. One of my favorite things I saw when that was announced is uh, Kath Barbadoro said, we're going to get a cock and balls on day one. <laughs> I'm surprised. Um, actually, I know exactly why I didn't. It's because if there's any FCC fines or whatever, the people that do it, like, agree to pay for it. Oh, okay, so, okay. So the real hard stuff like that, that ain't getting through. Yeah. So before we talk about the point of this match, uh, the Fiend versus Braun Strowman, Alexa Bliss is not part of the story anymore? I guess not. Yes, not. It, it just, it's so stupid and it makes her look dumb. It's just it's just confusing. Yeah. Why? Because it's yeah. like yeah, they can throw her back with Nikki whenever, but it just doesn't make any sense. I care so, much more about Alexa Bliss in this situation than the Fiend or Braun Strowman. So. Well, it's just like why would you do this in the fucking first place then? Yeah. Yeah. If you're not gonna fucking follow up, then just don't fucking do anything. Yeah. It's fucking simple. Um, but yeah, this match was twelve minutes. Um, it was very anticlimactic when the fiend won. The first, but, the first couple like minutes, I'm like, okay, okay, here we go. Yeah, um, mm. they're just having a I, brawl, and I'm like, okay, I can do, I can deal with this. But then it just kept going. Yeah, I'd say like it's not even that like the end was bad or like any sec, any stretch of it was bad. It was just all too much. Like mm-hmm. it just needed just like edit out, like just cut down. Like half the spots and half the time of this match. There like, should have been like one of those like like he's not there anymore. Like one of those like just Heyman like super fucking like finish spam like matches. It it should have been Goldberg versus Lesnar at Mania. Yeah, just fucking just carnage, and that's it. And like they had the no DQ stuff, so like have it just be a fucking car wreck for like four or five minutes, and then it's yeah. done. Oh yeah! I think you could even edit a really good four or five minute match like that out of the spots of this match. Yeah, like one of them threw a toolbox at the other one. Yeah, just a toolbox. That would fucking. Well, that was the weapon that Seth used to bash in the fiend's head. So there's some. Oh, some continuity. There should have been uh, a uh, a monitor that exploded in Braun's face. There were there were no big hammers. There that wasn't I a big hammer. My mallet. Um, but uh, the real why this match was so sick uh, has nothing to do with the actual match itself. We got so the return. The fiend, the fiend wins one two three because Braun's an idiot and cut up the fucking mat and then he gets slammed under the boards because he's a moron. Because yeah, what three sister Abigails? <laughs> you're a Nagi, and I think like three sister Abigails. So yeah. Speaking of that, you're a Nagi. Braun can't. Braun needs some time off because dude can't jump. <laughs> like, I like every single year Nagi and choke slam and stuff that like Bray did to him. He was like it was like the Hogan, take like, one, take her choke slam. Like 
it was all so bad. He was getting like an inch off the ground every time. I can understand why he wouldn't want to take the bump just on the boards, but come on, dude. Yeah, but yeah. even like throughout the match, there were just times like there was a time when they're out on the floor, literally on padding, and he took an Uranagi, and it looked like he just like slipped on a banana peel. Like that's how taking much he the, jumped. Taking them jumping lessons from Bailey, uh, Bailey at <laughs> Becky. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. The big teeth dog. Came back. He's returned. Yeah, the big dog. Roman Reigns. I like I popped when Roman Reigns came back for cancer. I popped for this too because I popped hard for this. This is the perfect this is the per if if he would have like returned in the Drew Randy match, I wouldn't have popped as hard. Same. Because yeah. him like go saving this title which is what's going to happen is it's great. And I miss him and I love him. Mm -hmm. And he was also just a, just fucking there to beat people up. He wasn't good guy. Roman. He wasn't necessarily a heel. He was just like, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going to beat the shit out of both of you. And that's what he needs to be. Cause I think that's where he can like be like the cool, charming person he is. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's where he can be like real. It's not the fucking goofball. Like, this Suffering is my yard. Suffering succotash. I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad. I'm a B guy. That just ends up being, like, this really shitty baby face. It's, it's, it's just... S.H.I.E.L.D. or this is my yard now. Yeah. Love, just like Roman. Like Just needs to be the ass kicker. That's yeah. it. Just he be needs a to be cool the... ass kicker. He needs to yeah. be the rock. He needs to hang the out wasn't necessarily. Lurking. He wasn't necessarily a, a good guy, like, when he was a baby face because he was still just talking shit. And yeah, and being homophobic. We're not getting into that stuff. <laughs> um, I'm more so just talking like his attitude and everything. And so that's what he needs to do. Just mm -hmm. have that attitude. And it's just it's whoever you put him against. Mm. Just, he just is the same guy. It's like Austin. Austin yeah. was the same way. Yeah. And I like I think that even just look at like the reaction to him coming back here and like I think that it's so easy to just like just make sure you don't put him back in the fucking chest protector. Don't put him back in the same ring gear. Like Yeah, keep him, him in that just, cool shirt. Or just not in that shirt. Because mm. I we all saw that picture of him that he posted recently after working out and you saw how jacked he is now. Like Have we ever seen this, a shirtless Roman? Not he, in a match. He used to do it in NXT but not in WWE. Okay. Like even let him keep the like fucking combat like fucking pants and boots and shit but just don't put the chest protector back on because that's just a symbol of old roman mm -hmm. yeah like he needs to be it, different like, yeah yeah it, it needs to be different like fresh coat of paint and yeah. dude looks really good so like don't cover that up yeah i mean let him just have his, his teeth just fucking showing too start biting people jesus <laughs> Those look like the fucking like fakest teeth. Those are wild. They're it's sick though. Shout well, out, for shout out, shout as, out, Roman's teeth. Yeah, as someone with shitty teeth, that's gonna have to eventually get them fixed. Good for him. Yeah, no, I'm, it's just as wild. It's like all of a sudden, you're like, oh shit, I'm blind. Oh right Jesus. Now. Yeah. It was like when he like would wear the blue. Like I didn't know about him wearing the blue contacts until I went back and watched stuff, and I was oh, like, yeah. oh my god, what is that? Yeah. Y'all remember, like, when, like, couple matches were fucking 
Sean Spears has had random white contacts? No, Fuck I don't ever yeah. remember anything about Sean Spears. Well, you're missing out on Ken. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Wade Barrett was on NXT commentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Good Mar- news. Mar- Marlon apparently had some family issues, so he went back to British Columbia. Mm-hmm. So they have uh, Wade Barrett there. And I love his voice on commentary because his voice mm-hmm. is really strong sounding. Yeah. And he just has a, like a different version of insight. So while the energy wasn't as up for NXT, I felt it was just a different energy. Well, it's and, frantic. And Beth kind of takes the lead and like she's really good at uh, talking about the spots. Mm. And I like Vic Joseph. I'm stoked for him. Yeah, he seems he's, like he's good. People. Yeah, yeah. I saw, um, but like Wade Barrett, like you know, posted something about it, like being back and stuff. And then I think it was, um, oh, I can't think of his name, um, PJ Black, who you know oh, yeah. is also in Nexus, like said something just like congratulations or something. And then um, fucking Bray Wyatt tweeted at like, kept going with that. He's like, oh, are you coming in for the Nexus reunion too? <laughs> Like, like, is it like you're you coming in for that Nexus reunion thing? Like, talking about it as if it's like something that's been pitched to them. Uh, (laughs) Apparently, it was for uh, Mania. Like, um, for part of the the Funhouse match was going to be kind of going back over the Cena Nexus stuff. Oh, that makes sense. That would have been actually really cool. Yeah. Do you skip Sheffield and Michael Tarver all the fucking hits? Keith. Fucking. Fucking Heath. Let's talk about Raw. Uh, I think we already kind of hit the high stuff on Raw, didn't we? No. Oh. Okay. Uh, Might be. Shayna versus Bailey. That was on Raw, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Alistair. A lot of shit. Alistair Black, Black beating evil. up beating up Kevin Owens. Solid, making solid Alistair. Making a fucking program of my dreams like legitimately like two of my all-timers since i started this doing this show alistair what, what are your thoughts on uh kevin Owens knocking on your door i'm afraid of the ring steps <laughs> they took out my eye with the step i don't like them very much <laughs> there's no steps in my room I'm going back there and playing the video game that I look like. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> What's really funny is when Kevin Owens was looking for him and he's like, you know where Alistair's like little room is or whatever? <laughs> the guy's like over there. Thanks. Uh, Kevin's great. Yes. I'm um, excited for um, heal Alistair, but also like, holy fuck, he actually was like, he was scared of the ring steps. <laughs> like that fucking sucks. That sucks so bad. It's so stupid. <laughs> It is like God. I hate that so much. Um, what a weird little thing to like be nuanced on is that. <laughs> like that's the thing you're gonna pay extra special attention to. That's fucking wild. He he's probably just trying to do whatever he can. Uh, uh, it's gonna end up being fine. I can, we'll forget about it. In like a I week. think yeah, yeah he's I, gonna I, kick. I, he's gonna kick the shit out of Kevin Owens, and it's gonna be wild. Either that, or they will focus on him being scared of the ring steps, and that's how he, like, fucking loses. Oh, no, they better not have a fucking stairs match. God. 
I, where Seamus did a fucking backbreaker on top of the stairs, even though, like, you're not making any contact with... He, was, he did the white noise to, yeah. to someone oh, on top of the yes. stairs. Fuck Seamus. Stupid <laughs> ass. Um, fucker Irish. Uh, Irish earlier, curse backbreaker. What a fucking dumb name. <laughs> Early in the show, uh, Randy beat up Drew. And then later in the show, Keith Lee confronted Randy Orton. With, with real shitty music. Yeah. Yeah. I did see, he tweeted and said, like, basically said, like, that he's going to look into it and handle it. There's a, like, there's a, there's a few different reasons as to why it actually music has been changing. Yeah. They don't want to so, pay CFO. Not even just that. So it wasn't necessarily the CFO's dollar sign that were the problem. So they yeah, actually, they were, um, at a licensing deal with this publishing company. Yeah. CFOs yeah. did. Well, they were trying to get out of that deal to just sign with WWE. Oh. And that, they said no. Okay. And so then they, WWE they got just, fucked. Yeah, axed them, and then they actually just recently broke up too. Oh. So, yeah, they got yeah. fucked. WWE wanted to keep going with them, so now they're trying to get everybody to change over to new stuff because then they 100% own it. Just have Code Orange do all of it. Fuck it. <laughs> and so it'll end up being better, but it just that's why like. Seth has a new song and Bailey has that new song. Like they're getting rid of like stuff. Oh, the burn it Where down they... song was them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that mean Alistair's song is gonna go away? Probably My not. boy, there's, my there's boy from that, Incendiary. That, that don't that aren't gonna necessarily have to change. Okay. But it's the ones that like they can like a debut, um, mm-hmm. a change of character, stuff like that can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Also, that excuse. publishing company for say for. You know, for Alistair's, the that publishing company's not going to get as much money because they have the um, uh, guy from the the guy from Incendiary on that track as well. That's another person. Yeah. Getting so like, I honestly think it's like basically WOB like is probably feels really burnt by this publishing company because that's like that's WWE. The, that's the that's the end. Also, that's like the evil person in this situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because th- that publishing company they is like doing CFOs. like the shit that like. Taylor Swift's old label did to mm-hmm. her, like JoJo's old label. If you know, oh. JoJo had to re record all, all of her old music. Yeah. Weird. Like, shit, like, they were basically doing that shit to CFO. So, like, they're like, I guess that if it, the split is like smaller for them, WWE wouldn't care as much. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um, I'm not going over everything, I'm just looking at stuff. Uh, Shayna and Naya are a tag team. Saw this one coming, like when they like had their weird interaction. Like, oh, they're gonna do the odd couple tag team. They're gonna win, then they're gonna break up and then fight. Yeah, this is this was the thing that made me mad was Nia Jax talking. Everything yeah, she a, says sounds so forced. I'm just not a fan of Nia Jax, so yeah, yeah I, it sucks, man. <laughs> I I want to I want to be stoked for this, but I really like Shayna, and I don't want this to hurt Shayna. It's not going to. She'll be fine. And I don't want Nia Jax to hurt Shayna. At least right now, she'll be fine. I'm worried yeah. about Sasha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Riot Squad and Bianca Belair versus the Icornics and Zelina Vega happened. Yeah, and so I was talking with Jenna, which is really... Uh, we just noticed that it was really funny. It's like in on Raw, everybody that is a... Um, 
that is there right now that is available is being used on the Raw women's roster. Mm-hmm. They have like four different like storylines that are going right now with women. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Some of them get intertwined. Some of them like they kind of weave in and out, in and out. But like for all the shit WWE gets their storylines, they booked every woman on Raw, and they have them in different storylines and plot points that they can intertwine. So good mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they still haven't even hit one of them. Yeah. And there's, like, still one, there's still another one. Yeah. And so it's just it's just cool to see. It's like the Nia Jax, Shayna thing that's now intertwined with the um, the tag titles, which is intertwined with the singles matches with Sasha, Bailey, and Asuka, which is like then you also have like the Riot Squad stuff that's intertwined with the fucking Iconics. You bring Bianca Belair into that, Zelina Vega that's intertwined with the tag team stuff, and then Lana and Mickey James in Natalia. Yeah. That's everybody's being utilized and used in different stories. And so, you know, <laughs> WWE gets a lot of shit for their storytelling and it's very fucking okay to criticize them on all that they do, but don't they fucking use women. And they use their talent. Yeah. It's not AEW. Um, a, we had an arm wrestling match. This is, it's just such a Vince McMahon. Like he loved this shit. I want more. It, Am yeah, I it's, Vince? It's the entertainment aspect of sports entertainment. I mean, they mm. used to do push-up contests in the 90s and arm wrestling and stuff like that. So it's just, it's so, like, television pro wrestling for me. So. And it's always, recently, it's always been Bobby Lashley. He was in the flex-off. It's because he's a big, strong guy that doesn't have much charisma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, more, more arm wrestling, please. More Mark Henry, please. Oh, God. <laughs> On Going Raw, they brought up the idea of Mark Henry being um, Raw Commissioner, and I fucking oh, love yeah. that. That'd be cool as hell. I'd Wearing the fucking... salmon jacket every single episode just to, like, make people... Or, like, actually, no, like, only every once in a while when there's, but like, a big like... angle involving him, but then and he doesn't the... do anything. I was going to say, like, that's, like, when he'll get physical with somebody. Show him, like... Have like multiple blazers on like a on like a rack, like <laughs> looking at the salmon one and trying to decide if he's gonna wear it tonight. <laughs> or do like what they have with Regal and his uh, brass knucks. Like he just has like in a case behind him <laughs> at all at all times. It's just there. Like when Kane when he was a corporate Kane and he had like his mask in a box that was like lit up for some reason in the display case. And then like, when he turned back, it was gone. Uh, we talked random, about Natal. Oh, I was gonna say random thought. I do love that it became like canon that the hair has always been connected to the mask. <laughs> Sick. Uh, Natalia and Lana uh made fun of Mickey James. That's what that's, this is reading. That's, okay, that's how that's how you know Mickey James is in an angle. She's getting made fun of. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, what, what do they make fun of her? They now? said being old, being old. Yeah. Oh, this time around. Um, oh. yeah. They said they were holding. They held a uh, mocking Hall of Fame induction for her mm, with her highlights, and then there was nothing there. Oh yeah. The video. I'm looking something up here. Okay. I'm gonna continue. Go ahead. Uh, Bobby and Dolph Ziggler fought in Raw Underground. That's cool because they're both shooters. Yeah. Um, Natalia is only only two years younger than Mickey James. <laughs> yeah, throwing that out. O- and Oscar is like the same age. 
Yeah. Uh, Keith Lee versus Randall. It sucks that it didn't get a finish, and it sucks that it wasn't Keith Lee that was least standing tall when Drew came back. But it was going to happen. Yeah, that's oh. what I didn't like. Keith Lee disappeared when Drew came back. He should have been the one that was like about to win or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just I didn't I didn't like it, but uh, they got a match at payback, so maybe maybe they'll redeem it. Yeah, um, I think they better not fucking lose. Oscar versus oh sorry. I said I feel like I feel Vince likes him, so I think he'll be fine because he mm-hmm. got he immediately got inserted into the top fucking thing. So yeah, well, and he also I mean he got that look. I don't think if Brock didn't react to him the way that he did, I don't think any of this w- would have happened the way it did for Keith. It would have because the Survivor Series was even before that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, They had him versus Roman. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, like, I, Roman this might have, like, this might have accelerated it a little bit. Yeah. Like, the, the Brock thing might have, like, it was just an extra, like, thing to be said. For yeah. That, that put him over with, like, the fans, I think, is what happened. Also, it looked like, I just thought about that. It looked like Brock had never seen him before. Like, it was legit. It looked legitimately like that was his first reaction. Like, all right, Keith Lee's it. He's right thinking, oh, yeah, Keith Lee. Paul, tell me about him. I could see that, or I could see, like, Heyman knowing he and Brock would like each other on some levels, or Brock, Brock at least would like Keith Lee. Like, he's a football guy, big boy. (laughs) Like, I think that Brock would be, like, it's, I think, obvious that Brock respects Keith Lee at least and, and Brock the like... businessman because Brock is mm. fucking when it comes to the business side of things he fucking knows it's mm-hmm. like the reason why he said like let me lose the Goldberg and let's extend this thing out because mm. he knew it would draw good business and it did and, and their Keith, matches Keith Lee were... played football for fucking Texas right yeah <laughs> is that right yeah like that's all like Heyman has to would have to say now, to Brock, Brock like, Let look how big this dude you, is. This guy is huge. He played football in Texas. So you played know, Brock. Defensive line for Texas. He's an ass kicker. Mm-hmm. I think you should put him over when he comes in, and it could be huge. And Brock's just like, shut up, Paul. Give me a steak. You want this steak, boy? Here's, here's <laughs> oh. this steak for me, Sable. No, uh, no, uh, uh, Sable. <laughs> uh, as long as Sable's not dancing, then we're happy. <laughs> Paul, you like my dance? Um, we I, got. I, uh, uh, I, I love it, Brock. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to talk about your wife, but she is one hell of a dancer. I, I know. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Asha versus Sasha Banks in a lumberjack match. Asha. 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 Osha violation. <laughs> I wonder how many they'd fucking have. Um, so it was a great match. And uh, Asuka won, and I figured this was going to happen. And they're setting up to fucking finally the feud. So, hell mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hurt Business and the Viking Raiders 
beat each other up in our underground, and it was just yeah. a f- brawl. Wasn't even like a match. Honestly, I I, I love the frantic energy just for a couple minutes of underground that they mm-hmm. do because it really breaks up kind of the sometimes the monotony of Raw. Mm-hmm. It's like all of a sudden like, there's like weird background hip hop and just like Baba Tunde there. So like, you just yeah. don't know what you're gonna fucking get with it. Like yeah, it's still like it's not necessarily good almost ever like actually good but it's so short and so like unexpected and just all over the place that like kind of doesn't matter it's just it's just like a blast to your senses it's just like changes stuff up so much there's like mm-hmm. what the fuck happened okay okay wait hold on oh baba tunde you. just d- grab a guy's dick and punch him in the face like... <laughs> i like shane's interactions with the door guy oh uh, yeah big the really tall guy mm-hmm the former big ninja. <laughs> uh, you're not gonna let uh, the mole man in here, are you? <laughs> and then the show ended with Dominic and Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins and Murphy. Love it, and they're uh, they're setting up for the. I think they're gonna do the rematch, uh, probably payback, right when the good guys are about to win. Retribution came in, and Dom- Dom- uh, Dominic Dijakovic was slamming people around. <laughs> Because nobody else in NXT is that tall. Yeah. Yeah. No one else looks like a like small forward in the NBA. Yeah. No one else I, is built exactly like a small forward. I didn't understand. They're just there to create chaos, right? That's it, right? Yes. Okay. I was trying. I was looking into it. WWE. There was a second where I wanted Seth to be their leader. No, 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 no. There was a second. But no, there's like, a there's a theory out there that it's the Miz, and I, <laughs> and like that makes no sense. But I'd almost love it because of that, and just because he's doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I like him and Johnny Drip Drip together, but like they're just like a nothing tag team right now. So, yeah. Also, it'd just be such a good like, I don't know, metaphor for the way like most like corporate activism works. Like if he was the person and behind himself, being the like, fucking all Miz. <laughs> this movement and ends up being this this shitty like corporate entitled dude. Yeah. Well, if it's Todd Chrisley. Oh fuck! Shit, I was shit live on a fucking air. <laughs> um, let's talk about payback. There's four matches confirmed. Keith uh, versus Keith Randall. Was, yep. Shayna uh, Baszler, Nia Jax versus the Boston Hug Connection, Golden Roll yeah. Models. Yeah. Is this where they lose the tag titles? Yes. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Um, Apollo versus Bobby. Uh, I think um, Apollo loses because of Cedric. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're teasing that real hard. They so are. I think, Although, like, either I, that I or Cedric's fucking... gonna turn on Monday, but Cedric's yeah. turning this week. Yeah. Sometime the next seven I days. I fucking love. Would love if it actually ended up being Ricochet instead oh, of Cedric instead. turning. Yeah, if Ooh, Ricochet that, turned and joined, but that'd be really cool too. Because then I would love if Cedric and Ali just became a tag team, because mm-hmm. they're the heart and soul of Two Hundred Five Live and like the ones that really fucking like gave it their all to make that show something to watch. And so to have them go be a tag team, even go to NXT, like when the tag titles down there, just I think they could do well. But I just want something for Cedric because I feel Ricochet can get like he can jump out of the the mid card really like he can, you can yeah. you can heat him up pretty easily i feel 
Cedric, mm-hmm. I think, would take I... a little bit more because he's just never been presented the same way that Ricochet was. Yeah. Ricochet, also, like, I also just like him. He's a really good shitty heel, like, entitled asshole. Yes. So, like, it would be good to see that, but also, like, we don't need, like, it would be better for Cedric right now, probably. Yeah. yeah. And then The Fiend versus Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. I hope Roman squashes both of them and pins them both at the same time. I don't. I, I, that'll kill I, them both. I don't. I, I don't see Roman walking away with it because it'd be fucking pointless to put it on the Fiend, only for him to lose it a week later. But you know what? One time Undertaker won the title, then like uh, six days later or whatever, lost it at this Tuesday in this, Texas. Yeah, because H- Hogan claimed he fucking injured him on the tombstone, even though he was like six inches off the and mat. Also, they want. Uh, they wanted to put the title on Ric Flair. But Hogan didn't want to do the job to him, so Hogan dropped it by losing it to Taker. Complained about his neck, even though like there was no way, shape or form, his head <laughs> anywhere near the mat. Fucking twenty whatever year old Mark Calloway was so careful with him. It was like putting a goddamn baby to bed, and um, that's how they did it. So yeah. is is this going to be the Fiend pinning Braun again? Yes. Um, and then Roman and the Fiend starting a program. Yeah, probably. Okay. I, you know, as a someone who likes the weird shit, I don't want a cinematic match with Roman in it. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to end up not, maybe not fighting the Fiend at first, like fighting, like, Funhouse. Fighting Braun. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or, or getting into a, yeah, like, thing with Braun right now, but. Yeah, that also would be an easy way to do it, too. Like, Braun's like, I'm not finished with you. Get over here, Roman. You know, he hasn't said they, that in a long time. If he, if he, like, if they could make it like their 2017 feud, that'd be fucking rad. But Braun, like, I do just want Braun to go rest right now. Like, go away. Let's go away. Yeah, go away. Like, yeah, I, I even like the heel turn or whatever. Like the like shaved head to be the big show, um, <laughs> officially. Like, I even I like that on Braun right now. But like. I think the dude needs physically needs time off, and as like, fans, we need some time away because then yeah. it'll it'll be uh, it'll, distance makes the heart grow fonder. It'll when he mm. comes back, we're like, oh yeah, it's Braun. He's kind of cool sometimes. He runs either into a guy or into a post, but he's always running. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. There's payback. Yep, um, there'll yeah. probably be more from SmackDown. On Friday, no, I hope, I fucking hope so. Or this is gonna be an hour-long pay-per-view. <laughs> or they just do it like so. takeover style, like five matches, just barn burners, all of them. God, Did just happen. Fuck, I'd be so excited. I mean, I would watch Keith and Randy for a half an hour. It's probably gonna be, and probably like ninety percent of it's gonna be real slow. Yeah, I probably I don't want half an hour out of those guys, but I'll take up to twenty minutes. Yeah, like right around there. You want to answer some Cameron questions? Grimes versus I don't know, Kona Reeves. Hell yeah! <laughs> you want to answer some questions? I asked Blurred for some questions when we started recording, and uh, someone came out of nowhere and asked us asked us a good one. Um, shout out Ashley Flighty Butless <laughs> on Twitter. Hold on, um, two seconds. I got to do something real quick. You know what? I got to pee, so let's pause.
Uh, we'll just leave it running because it's easier. Yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Either I'll, I'll remember to uh, edit this out or uh, or don't. Or I'll don't. put my mic it's in the bathroom, record my pit. It's just gonna be me talking for a couple minutes. But you know, that would be awful. Wow, this is a long episode. Really hope I remember to edit this out. Otherwise, I'm sorry, everyone. Just listening to me talk right now. Hello. Hello. Abby being out here, maybe ha I have to go do some stuff in my room real quick. <laughs> Jenna went to sleep. Hmm. And Abby just wandered out here like she owned the place. I mean, she does though, right? Like she, she does. You pay rent to her. I do. I don't know what she does with all the money. Probably nothing. She's a dog. She tries to walk around like people. Alright, I'm back. Do you want to do a clap or something? No, it's good. Okay. I'll just, um, I'll go, Time jizz! Yeah. If I'll just, yeah. I uh, sync up the beginning and then the end, and I t took note of the time, so we're good. Toy. Time um, so, yeah. Like I said, uh, we got a question from. Uh, flighty butt last on Twitter. Ashley, uh, follow. makes mm. great follow. Makes great, really cute, great stuff um, of your favorite wrestlers. So ch check check her stuff out. I have a couple yeah. enamel pins that Oster you got for me. At, yeah, yeah, uh, we double we, or nothing. We, yeah, awesome. we met him at uh, Starcast double or nothing. So yeah, that was super cool. And like I said, great follow. Um, make sure uh, to buy some stuff. Yeah. Alright, there's a wrestler starring in a season of The Bachelor, and you're all the contestants, so we are. What wrestler is it, how would you compete, and in what order would you all be eliminated? Okay, I think it all depends on who the wrestler is. So the thing is, we have to choose one. Okay. So who... I mean, we talk about Finn a lot. Finn would be very good. Um, Though he's not a bachelor. It's true. But. This is a whatever. fictional universe. Let's Fair enough. Go, let's just go with Finn then. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so. How would, how would I compete against Finn? With Finn? For Finn. For, For Finn. Finn. You're already losing this game. <laughs> I think. I think I would. You know, just just let him let him have let him do whatever he wanted. Just you know, I would I would be okay, uh, Finn. Two different people for Finn. Not only could I fill the role of the bad luck fallet, where I'd have him just up on my shoulders, I would also take the role of like a Carl Anderson and just drink. Yeah, just pound pound, pound some beers at the pub. I would mm. eat all the carbs that he couldn't eat. I feel I feel. Well, he'd get resentful a little bit on that, whereas me, me and Finn pounding some some seltzers because he's watching his carbs, or some just some vodka because again he's watching his carbs, be able to have some yeah. real late nights. Yeah, this is these are all real cute, uh, you know, arguments for for yourselves. But I have bachelor knowledge. That's and, true. Uh, I I have zero. Yeah. Uh, one thing he said there is a set maximum amount of drinks 
that they now serve because of some issues they've had in the past. <laughs> so the drinking buddy thing is only getting you so far. But then I'd be able to carry Finn like on my shoulders like bad luck filet. That, that, that's a pretty good reason. Um, see, I'm here for the right reasons. Uh, <laughs> I'm here for a so drinking gonna... buddy. I, think I, I feel like I would get eliminated second. And I just know how to play the game. Yeah, you know when we you know get to the one-on-one dates and the uh, the hometowns, all those things. Oster, I just um, don't feel like I knew you enough. You don't get a rose. I would. I Matt would be eliminated first because he didn't even bother to show up. That's true. So at least I'm not. I didn't get eliminated first. Matt, Matt would be. Yeah, Matt would be. Would be like the one. It's just like they show up, but then like in the second episode they're just gone and they don't have any explanation. <laughs> I've watched some, like, MasterChef and stuff where it's, like, they had a contestant, like, here's Larry. And then Larry's just gone. Like, oh, there's, like, there's always people that, like, are in the first couple that don't get any TV time. Yeah. And then get eliminated. Like, who? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think Zach would win because yeah. I don't know the Bachelor game at all. Yeah. I would hit up my old, again, my old roommate, Danica, who co-hosts a, uh, a bachelor, bachelorette podcast. I feel it'd be Matt, then Oster, then me, then Zach. I feel. Like, I think that's like, fair. I think the I think... drinking buddy thing would probably go pretty far, but I think it'd only take me that far. And I just, I'm not into competition. It's like, yo, dude, I'm not here to sell myself. If you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. That's chill. That's such a um, a trope, though, in any type of reality like dating show. I know, but that's oh, yeah. how I you, live my make, life. You'd be the, you know, you'd make it to, like, top three or four. And then you'd be like, I don't think you take this seriously enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a lot. There's a lot I Kenny just thought King about, about my life. Kenny King eliminated himself from that show. <laughs> that legend. He missed his daughter. Aww. Uh, but we got some ones with, we got some questions from Blurred, too. What are the best... Wow. You sounded so disappointed. What? Oh, I didn't mean to sound disappointed. We got ones from Blurg as well. There we go. Uh, what are the best omelet components? Chicken I nuggets. Like, I don't like eggs. Yeah. I made a chicken nugget omelet and it was dope. Um, I will say just like a fucking just anything that you would put like in a breakfast burrito, but you just have an egg wrapping around it. Like that to me seems like yeah. it'd be a dope omelet. I don't like I said, I don't like eggs, but I get it. Yeah, I and some, omelet, like, salsa in there. I make omelets at home, but they're shitty omelets. Um, like when I'm at a like when I'm at a restaurant, I'm not an omelet. I'm not an omelet dude because they're they're too big and it's too much food for me. Mm. I'm, and, I'm only down with that specifically. Like back in the day at the the Marie Calendar's omelet. Yo, the omelet bar. Spot. Hell yeah, the after church omelet yeah. bar. That a was, lot. That was tight. He, yeah, that was a special like occasion for us. Oh, see, it was literally like just down, like one street away from church for us. So hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say, it, like, what I'm feeling like at in this moment right now, it's very basic though. It's uh, it would just be bacon, shrooms. And the shit ton of cheddar, some onion. Yeah, that sounds really good to me right now. Mm. Yeah, see, I'd go, like, eggs, some cheddar, and some pepper jack. Ooh, that's a nice little mix. Blend going in. Yeah. Um, jalapenos, I love in an omelet. 
Nice little spice. Yeah, nice little spice. Pickled onion. or fresh? Fresh. Okay, okay. Pick, pickled would be fine, but fresh is just got that extra spice. Mm-hmm. Um, some onion. Some kind of meat. Probably some just sausage. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Sausage. A good breakfast sausage is always nice. Yeah. That's that's just about that's about it. Whatever Pat, else is just kind of around. Patty or Link? Which ones do you like better? Like, well, like just like by itself. Links, like, but then like cut up real small into pieces. Same here. Um, I like patties when my mom makes them. <laughs> Does she do my like, mom's like name the patty? The log of like Jimmy Patty Dean and Mahoney. So she, yeah, she gets that log, and she just sears them real good in a cast iron. You, that's what you got to do. Mm. Like, I her, like her biscuits like the, and gravy rip so the, hard. There's like the super shitty cheap banquet, like fully cooked sausages uh-huh. you get for like a dollar in the freezer section. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love buying them because I can just fucking sear them off super hot, and they get so crispy, and they're Hell already yeah. cooked, so like you don't have to worry about eating raw pork. Hell yeah. Uh, would you rather get a paper cut on the webbing between all your fingers or Ow. stub your toe and break the nail off? I've done that one and I'd rather do that Same. than the paper cut. I would rather do that as well. Not the paper Same. cut. Yeah, I broke I broke my toe and broke the nail off all in one. And yeah. I'd do that again over Ow. the webbing shit. Yeah. Like, I've gotten, like, paper cut. Like, I've gotten just, like, cuts in, like, especially, like, the thumb webbing before. Like, which isn't as bad, I think, as the other fingers, but still, no. All, yeah. all of them? Oh, it'd be... And I get bored a lot and just do stuff like this with my fingers, and I wouldn't be able to do that. It would hurt. It would hurt a lot, yeah. It'd be like when you, like, hurt your rib and you cough. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Uh, last one. What's your favorite jackass stunt? I loved the big boxing glove that they had, and they'd be, um... Was it fucking Johnny Knox or whoever? They're like, hey, come here. And then, like, they'd walk by and it's like, pop, and it hit him. Yeah. Mine is very similar. It's the flower. Yeah, I love that. Like, that shit to me, like... like Antiquing? Which one's that one? Antiquing is when you hit someone with flower. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a old-timey ghost. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just so funny to me. It's wholesome. But honestly... Shopping carts into bushes is so classic. It's, it's so classic, and I so, did that like, when I was thirteen. Same. I was I was like that kid who like did that shit like when he was like thirteen. I was time. too I scared. I only did it once. Uh, we used to. So my church was. It had a an incline to like get in there. Uh, we used to. We found a shopping cart at our church, and they would leave us alone after church because we would like go to church. All hang out, and then we'd like have drama practice or whatever, and they would just let us hang out unsupervised for a while. We used to just push each other into the middle of the road from the from the hill. It wasn't a busy street, but we still did it, and yeah, it was fun. I'm surprised Derek Younger is still alive. Me too. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would say the flower one. I like the wholesome, silly ones. I, I, that's what I like. Like, I love the boxing mm. ones. It's such like a, like, where they just hit him with the big hand or whatever. Like, when they're like, hey, come here, then smack. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's no, like, real damage. It's just really, like, goofy and just, like, kind of, like, slapstick funny, you know? Yeah. And it's, not I, it's just, it's, it's like, in fun. It's like the yeah. boxing glove with the eye hole thing and, like, 
They, yeah, it's not they, gross. It's like somebody comes and gets hit, and so then they're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be on this joke and get somebody else. Like, ha-ha, everybody's funny. Yeah. It's not like it's malicious fun. or gross. A fun good time. Yeah. I do the the lights out boxing, I remember. When oh, I, yeah. I just put a bunch of people in a room and then turn the lights out and then try to, like, like get into fights. <laughs> that one was, I loved that one because someone managed to, like, punch out a ceiling tile. <laughs> just, like, how much chaos that was was really fun. Yeah. It's going to be so much chaos. Oh my god! <laughs> Just punching in the dark. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you, Emma. Thank you, Ashley, for your wonderful questions. Um, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy Rusev Day. WrestleBoys three sixteen says R.I.P. Riley Gale. Shout out Power Trip. <laughs> 